Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true, star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club Podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll sue. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Yeah, to makeup. Yeah. Ding. Oh, yeah. I should explain the bell. The bell okay. is a yes, queen. Like, yes, I agree. Or like, ding, ding. Like, good point. Or like, good burn. Like, really just like it's a positive experience. Sweet. Yeah, I watched a few. I watched a bunch of like yours and Emma's like yesterday. And then like, I went to see her. I went to see her at Oasis. Like, I feel like I've been hanging out with you all day because I was watching your podcast. She, I love her to She's bits. such a sweet. Everyone's like. Two bits. Everyone I've met has been so amazing. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. They're so Awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I've started doing intros in the episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm gonna try to nail it this time. Welcome yeah. back, guys, to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is the drinking comedy variety talk show here in Halifax, featuring comedians, friends, characters, various guests, mostly comedians though. <laughs> um, and I'm here with our guest this week, Miss Victoria Welsh. Welch. 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 Like the grape juice. Like Welch's grape juice. Yeah. And then go by Vicky and everyone calls Vicky. me chips. I can't win. Okay. Sweet. I'm going to call you Vicky. Yeah. Because Victoria, like, you seem like a Vicky. Yeah. More I'm like a, a Vicky than a Victoria. Yeah. I'm very excited to have you here tonight. I'm so and excited. guys, follow the podcast on social media, please. Facebook and Instagram, Intoxicated Podcast. YouTube, which if you're watching this, you're already on the channel, but subscribe to that shit because I need the numbers. and we have a gmail that never gets emailed so if you have like relationship questions feedback perhaps send it in an email and not a one-star review that would be greatly appreciated (laughs) constructive criticism don't just hate like you can't fix a one-star that's kind of my thought i'm like why would you give a one-star like why would you go out of your i don't know like let me reach out and make it better exactly and that email is intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com and we do also have a patreon page which is patreon.com backslash intoxicated where you can get bonus episodes and early access to episodes for money so that's about it but i'm I'm, I'm so excited. I'm I'm so excited to have you here. So you're well, first of all, I'm getting ahead of myself. We are drinking. Yeah. Um, and I'm so excited because you came with a special mix. Yes. Which 
This is great because I was I was telling Vicky before this that I wanted to start doing the um, guests make a cocktail kind of thing. And you have what is called... I call it Vicky Fuel. Vicky Fuel. Yeah. I think that that should just be the name of the cocktail. Yeah. Like, I, I've uh, yeah. I've always called it that. Like, with or without alcohol, I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and one time, like, I was... I had had some and I was just, like, super amped out on, uh, like, on a night out. And people were like, are you on Coke? I'm like, <laughs> no, it's just tea. It's just tea. Like, that's just me plus, like, a little extra caffeine. Oh, my God. See, this is why I feel like we'll get along because yeah. I feel the same way. People are always like, what are you on? And I'm yeah. like, nothing. Just... Is this, this just, is just is my personality. Yeah. I can't turn Fuck. it off. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Um, so what is in this? So it's um, David's Tea, Queen of Tarts Tea, mm. which I love. It's, it's like it's got extra. It's mate tea. Mm-hmm. And then it's got extra caffeine, like guarana or like one of that shits in it. Um, yeah. And then it's like hibiscus and something else that makes it red. The hibiscus I can definitely taste. Yeah. And it obviously it makes it the red color. It's delicious. And then you just mix that up, make it a nice tea and splash some gin in it. And it tastes like kind of like fresh blackberries. Yeah. It's so good. It's refreshing. And what I do like about this, it's a good break for me. It's not carbonated. Yeah. I love fizzy water. Like, I'm addicted. Oh, me too. So much. Addicted. But it does make me gassy. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) Like, I gave up most pop for fizzy water, but I'm just, like, burping all the time. So I was like, wait, what will not make me burp when I'm up here with you? Yeah, no, this is so good. We're going to be not bloated. We're going to be hydrated. Because we also are both rocking water as well. It's important, people, to hydrate when you're drinking. Yeah. That's how you don't feel hungover the next day. You don't feel hungover. Just prepare. And we are drinking... Actually, by coincidence, we both had Willing to Learn Gin. Yeah, there we go. From Nova Scotia Spirit Co., which is delicious. I think we're just soul sister, like soul neighbors. I like, we're just like borrowing sugar. I think that we something. might be. Every um, time I read like, your Facebook, I'm just like, do you think, I was going to post that like. I know. Well, it's strange because I saw you. So I would have seen you for the first time at the at the ladies night, I think, was yeah. when I first saw your stand up. Yeah. And I was instantly just like, I love this. I love, I love, well, I just love people whose comedy is personal. Mm -hmm. I, that's what I gravitate towards with comedy. Well, I appreciate all forms and I appreciate, you know, storytelling or, you know, all that. Oh yeah. I just love, there's something about like someone who gets TMI and personal. Oh yeah. That I love so much. And you're, you're pretty much like that. Yeah. I'm pretty, like pretty upfront. Um, I don't really hold anything back and I I love love to swear and. Yes. Um. Yeah, I just I just don't give a fuck. And I've been through like the gauntlet in the last like year, so it's just like I have nothing but stories. Like I have like yeah. like an hour's worth of material about all of my bullshit. Like crap, so much. And you've only you're brand new to comedy. Like, yeah, very very new. new. Yeah, you're like a baby deer growing growing the legs. Oh yeah, just yeah, just figuring it out and. I love that though, but you're, you're enjoying it? How are you finding it? Loving it. I did a couple sets like, um, around, I must, it must have been like December or January. Okay. Um, cause Matt Ryan's a really good friend of mine. Yes. Uh, we used to like do call center stuff together. So like we've been in the trenches, we've been through some shit and whatever. So he started doing it and I was like, man, like I just, um, been through my breakup and I was like, well, I always wanted to do this. So like, fuck it, I'll do it. So (laughs) I went and did like two sets at Gus's and they went really well. Like they're pretty decent. And then like work and life got like so shitty and crazy. So I was Right. Like, well, I'm just going to keep writing, and then, like, in a couple months when things settle down, I'll have, like, a whole bunch of material. Right. And you've already gotten over the first couple nerves yeah, of yeah, getting up there the first it. couple times. Yeah. And I had a bunch of friends come out and support me, which was really nice. Like, a ton of people came out, oh which, like, God. made me feel really good because you got to hear those, like, not just, like, the newbie, like, pity laughs. Like, my friends, like, were just so proud of me. And, like, you know, after we went through a bunch of shit, like, it's like, yeah, all right. That's like, awesome. I'm doing it. 
And then I was, you know, dragging my heels. And then Matt Ryan's like, I'm hosting Oasis Comedy. And I spend Perfect. a lot of time at the Oasis already. So Right, because you do karaoke. I do karaoke. Yeah. So we we have a lot in common. We're both in our... You're how old? Oh, 34. 34. Okay, I'm 32. So we're in our 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both in our 30s. We are both... <laughs> Jobless right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pony vacation. We both don't know what's next. No idea. Which can be exciting, but it's also quite stressful. Oh, but it is. Go through it. I'm like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to sit behind a desk. Fuck. <laughs> and uh, we're both single. Yep. I'm oh, yeah. way more single than you because I've been single for eight years. But you know, both single ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both love the 80s music oh so much 80s yeah i i in my heart in my I've, soul in my being would you say is that the majority of the karaoke i do a lot of a lot of 80s yeah like a lot of my 80s ladies like um 80s you know ladies. you know you got your like like some tina turner i uh-huh. do like the go-go's a lot um scandal like the warrior um <gasps> like such a good song i don't do anything half-assed so like i learn a new song like every other week and then not I always get to go up and do them because it's busy but like i right. learn new shit time so. so you can carry a fucking tune then um i'm not great but i have a lot of fun and people like kind of my energy and i pick songs very strategically that i know i'm like in the range of like right i think about it real hard and it's like strategic yeah i'm just like what are and like what are people gonna like too because like you don't want to see somebody like watching somebody yeah. do eminem like it's really entertaining for like the first minute or two like because it's impressive if they're good at it anyway but mm-hmm. then it's like a five minutes of just rap and like when you're sitting and had drinking like that's not I fun like i can't dance along in my chair to it you need a crowd pleaser yeah and i'm all about the crowd pleasers but i do also like throw in because like i'm very predictable like like 80s me too 80s 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 and then i just learned like a bunch of hip-hop songs i was like i'm just gonna throw everybody a loop so i did like x gonna give it to you one night and i learned it like it took me weeks to learn it and i just like i I go hard i'm like just like i I bend and over love that (laughs) i want to see that oh it's good uh i have a half a little bit of a video i have to show you somebody like took one one night oh my god (laughs) so i'm now determined to plan the ultimate girls night some night either at oasis or uh beerly's nice which would involve comedy drinking and then karaoke afterwards that would be the best <laughs> like i think that we should get the comedy gals together absolutely and it's hard i, I love that. like beerly's and like their scene and everything but i love oasis karaoke so much I better been. see i need to go well, yeah so this is thursday night right? yeah, thursday night starts thursday. at like eight, like 8 39 or whatever but i love it because the host dave smith he like backs you up and like he plays guitar so like if you're doing like an 80s song with like a really kicking guitar solo he will do the guitar solo and you feel like you're actually performing you're on a stage like like you're going hard and like if you're struggling with a song like he'll do the backups or sing along with you and like you know that's kind of help you out like it's nice to have someone right there on stage with you yeah especially if you're like nervous and like you're new to it um you've never done it before you're just you know have there to have a good time you're not like a super nerd like me who like takes it a little too seriously no no i love that you take it seriously and that makes me so happy yeah, so much fun like I it took me like years it's kind of like comedy like years to do like, I always wanted to do it and then I had a friend who was like alright like we'll learn whatever song you want and we'll go up and we'll sing it together and then after that it was like it was like I make a joke about a lot about how it's like my key bump of attention it was <gasps> it was like a fix like I needed that like rush of going up and like if I can sing drunk in front of a bunch of people I can do anything like that was my Fuck confidence yes. builder for the week like that was how I felt great about myself damn so it was like I just started it and it was like like you know it's heroin just keep going (laughs) so were you always was there always a part of you growing up that 
was performative? Yeah, it was always like a lot of different things. Like I did some like school plays and stuff. And like yeah. some of them I would like, the teacher wouldn't like me and I'd have like a crappy background role. Or the teacher would like me and I would get like a really cool, like I'm always always like a weird girl roles. Um, yeah. Usually like, <laughs> like we did some like play about like all these crazy women in like the, in this like asylum or whatever. And each person was like different. Like, one thought she was Amelia Earhart and one thought like this. But I was like the spacey gossamer dressed girl who like very kind of like Ophelia. Like I walked to the window and just like jabber on about nonsense and then I on her back that. and like so I did a little bit of that and then um I also did like band um I was super huge band geek like okay this hardcore. is all coming together so you're just like artsy all around yeah then. I just okay. I like like yeah. I like to just do like, I like an outlet and it's always like yeah. kind of changed so I did band in school for like six years like hardcore and they picked my instrument I did flute which was like oh interesting so a lot of band camp jokes at the time because American <laughs> Pie yes. so many I'm like no I do not put that in my <laughs> 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 First of all, it's cold. Second of all, it's expensive. Like, would not be so so expensive. And like, yeah, like you can find something probably easier and better, like within like five feet of you. A banana would be better. Like, yeah, like be anything. Like, yeah. just fucking use your fingers. It's fine. <laughs> I know. I used them earlier today. <laughs> I told Vicky to come a half hour later because I was like, I was sexting. I just like awesome. <laughs> Get carried away. No judgment. It's all good. I knew I was like of all the people I'm like she'll understand yeah oh yeah it's all good so I did that like hardcore too like oh, I did wow. I did um like my like, school made me learn an instrument because I transferred schools actually yeah. I went to shocker was a weird kid and yeah. my parents put me in an all-girls like private school so oh. yeah so I went to all-girls school from grade seven all the way through with a uniform yeah uniform kilt um like tie yeah uh, like, I've always been kind of fascinated with that and like because I didn't go to a school like that, but I was always like wondering if that would be good or bad. I love the uniform because you just didn't have to think at all in the morning. You just roll out of bed and it didn't matter how like like wrinkly or whatever like your your um clothes were as long as you were in your uniform pants and in your whatever and we had a lot of options too oh, like okay. you know we had polo shirts and turtlenecks and like sweater vests or cardigans or like oh, that's the, good. the kilt or there were pants and, the, and did you have a, just one of each thing or did you have multiple i kind of had thing? like multiple um i had like one of most things but i like, had like the undershirt so like the turtlenecks and the polos and all that i had a lot of right um and then like you had your daily uniform and then like and whenever time we did something like fancy or we went on like a field trip we'd have our, our number one uniform oh okay which okay. was like the blazer. Um, it was the kilt, the blazer, knee socks. And my school was founded around um, like horseback riding because it was like a small private school for girls who wanted to have time to ride and do school because it's oh, very time consuming. Oh, okay. So we had like a rat catcher collar instead of a okay. tie, which was worse. I would go for the tie any day over that collar. So Damn. we'd be going like downtown Toronto, like walking around, going with this. And like there'd be all these pervs on the road, like yelling at it, like a, a clump of schoolgirls, like just being creepy. Oh, well, yeah, so of course. You learn right? men were disgusting pretty early. Either well, there's a the- reason they like the scroll girl. Oh, like it's uniform so outfits. It's like, yeah, it's you only creepy. wear that when you're like underage. I won't lie. I've rocked it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> but I, when you think about it. Oh, I pulled the, it I pulled creepy. the kilt out. You know, you know. Hell yeah. Like it's still it's still like in my closet somewhere. Like hell yeah, it's there. Well, like the whole I think you know what you know what I think did it. It was Britney Spears' "Baby One More Time" video. Yeah, that's really what sexualized that whole look. I yeah. think. and then when it was all girls too, people were just like. Are you lesbian? Are you this? Yep. Are you that? Like, and then which is silly. Yeah, and my school was like, um, like really small. Um, we had like eighty students, so like. 
all the way from grade one to OAC. This is when OAC was still a thing in Ontario. Oh, wow. So, like, it was, like, super small. Um, It was, like, rural. So, like, a lot of people would send their kids from Toronto and, like, Mexico, apparently. We had oh, a lot really? of Mexican students learning, learning English, but also because we were in the middle of nowhere. If they were having, like, drug and sex problems, like, they were just, like, you know, tramping it up in Toronto, uh, um, they would send them there because they can't really get into that much trouble in the middle of nowhere. Like, you couldn't walk to a store where the school was. Like, whoa. it was, like, country. Oh, damn. So, it was, like, you got some, like, interesting mix of, like, kids who were kind of smart and weird like me and kids who were just, like, in trouble. And, like, yeah. yeah. Who were, like, doing coke at, like, 15 and it's just, like, okay. And did you see that happening? Um, Like, a bit. I, as the weird kid, like, didn't quite fit in. Yeah. Even, even at the small school, it didn't quite fit ding, in. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I still don't fit in, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> I've just, like, accepted. I'm like, I am what I am. Okay. Like, people like that. I don't, I'm just like, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, that's that's so great. And were, were you always like that, though? Or did you did you... Um, have some like issues in school with like feeling alienated, or were oh, you yeah. al- were you always just kind of like fuck it, I am who I am. Um, I was bullied a lot, but I would still mm. do what I wanted. Like I read like The Hobbit in grade five, and like ah. all these kids were like giving me all this shit for reading this book, and I'm like, why? Like there's goblins and dragons and hobbits and like wizards. Like this is awesome. Fuck yeah, yeah. So I was like bullied like all the way through school. Like I'm yeah. and like I'm an only child, and I have older parents, so. I was kind of like a little bit doomed. Like my older parents and my dad's from the UK, so we would mostly watch like like British comedies and stuff uh, like that. So I just didn't. I wasn't on the same wavelength as like the kids I was with. How old are your parents? Mom, my dad's in his seventies, and my mom's. I don't think she's in her seventies yet. But she's getting there. Okay, same age as mine. Yeah, same, another thing to have in common. Yeah, and yeah, it, older we, parents. It's weird. Yeah, and you, it is strange. You watch and like you become more adult because you're usually around their adult friends, so you're yeah. more mature. But you're still a kid, so like you're trying to relate to your peers and you can like we didn't have cable either because we were out in the country um and they all had cable and stuff so i couldn't relate to like tv and like oh interesting this is so okay i'm like way more fascinated about this now yeah so So kind of sheltered kind of a little bit sheltered sheltered. yeah like i you know like only had a couple tv channels like cbc in like tv ontario which is like right uh, it's kind of like pbs i guess yeah and all that so it's like so you weren't really exposed to pop culture not a lot no like i'm going back now like like um great way that guys love to like so there's like here's all these movies you haven't seen so yeah. like i've watched back to the future with like a bunch of guys and like that's a great yeah, excuse th- to watch a movie though yeah i've never seen it let's watch it together yeah oh yeah so like when guys like like friends and like my my ex would like always want to get me to watch like things i didn't see why i like watched all the alien movies like oh, we yes. watched like we would do um we used to do what me and a couple of friends did um a macgyver night where we would watch all like two or three episodes of my macgyver and then we started throwing in a movie at the end that i hadn't seen oh that's awesome yeah so. i actually do agree though because there's so many classic movies that i haven't seen yet yeah and, it's and just, i kind of like having the mystery yeah and also kind of something to like look forward to maybe sometime yeah it's kind of nice to like once you watch it like you've seen like the references to it on tv yes. and stuff and it's like oh like i i get it enough to like know it but like i don't i've seen it like i haven't seen like when i watched alien and she was in like the big robo thing oh yeah like i'm just like oh okay like you bitch like i experienced that when i watched pulp fiction for the first time okay because when i watched pulp it was like a couple years ago actually no it it was during intoxicated so it would have been like last year yeah maybe it was last year that i watched it for the first time but it when i watched it i loved it by the way like fucking loved it but it was kind of like i described it as like getting dna results yeah i was like this makes so much sense now because so much of what i love was inspired by By this this. yeah and like you see those like all those little things that like i miss like all these cultural references for so long and and now you know because you watched it 
Yeah. Yeah. And I get a lot with like the cartoons like He-Man and like all those things that people watch. I'm like, I haven't seen any of that. Like, well, I've watched it like now. Like it's on Netflix, but... Which I think is better because I'm like, yeah, let's smoke some weed and watch He-Man. <laughs> yeah, watching it as an adult yeah. with a different lens on the world. Oh, like, yeah. it would be interesting. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's kind of like you're reliving your childhood. Yeah. Or, like, the childhood that you never had. Yeah. And, like, I didn't, like, I didn't think I, like, I felt like I missed out. Like, I right. really enjoyed, like, I was, like, the show, like, the stuff that I watched. Like, my dad and I would watch old movies together on TVO. Oh, so we'd nice. watch, like, a bunch of, like, Hitchcock movies. Like, oh, okay. and a bunch of, like, old, like, stuff like that that he liked. So I, like, have this other, like, like separate kind of culture oh. that like and I read like I read like crazy I was like such a reader and like that kind of stuff so oh, I um I, I had my own like I wasn't I never felt like at a loss for it except I couldn't really relate to my peers right <laughs> you, was, you were you were exposed to a different era yeah a than, lot of that them. and like I tried like I had, I had a Sega Genesis for a while and like yes, yeah! yes Sega I want to get like a Sega Genesis okay 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 it's happening then <laughs> So I, I do a lot of streaming and I've been meaning to st- do a Twitch stream sometime. Oh, yeah. Of playing old Sega games. Nice. I just need to get some controllers and then you and me can do that. Awesome. We can play some fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I, my dad could probably dig it up and mail them to me. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. I'll like, see. it's I, I've been meaning to do that because that's the only like my only kind of experience with video games is Sega. Yeah. Even Nintendo. I never played Nintendo. Yeah. It I was always Sega. I think I wanted Sega because like I liked the games better like I played a few friends and stuff and like the thing is my parents bought it and then never bought me any more games so I had like, a couple <laughs> games eventually I got bored with it and then yeah. like later on in life I kind of just being a nerd could stumble back into gaming right and okay. which I loved um but yeah like I got a GameCube you know boy I liked had a GameCube and I played his and then Fuck yeah, yeah GameCube. well I think <laughs> I think video games is a good skill to have as a female. <laughs> but I truly do because I think it's, I think guys really dig a chick who can play some video yeah, games absolutely. or appreciates them or like knows things about them. And knows like if you're playing online, I'm not going to get pissed that you can't um, like handle me immediately because you're in the middle of a match with somebody else. Like I get that. Yes. Like I understand that. <laughs> like, See, I was the girlfriend that was going, would get so pissed yeah. at my ex who was like, I'm like, I'm naked here. What are we doing? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, I get that, but also like don't ignore me for video, and that's kind of, that's kind of like part of my breakup too. It was like so much. Like, he was huge into gaming, and like I was a, like I'm a pretty decent gamer. Like right. I have my PS4, and like I don't I don't PC or anything, but I have like stuff that I like to play. But I'm not like all the day, all like every day or like all the You're time. Not, like, super intense. Yeah, it. like when I get really into a game, I'm into it. But other than that, like I'm not. It's not all the time. Like, my use my, my PS4 is mostly for Netflix. It would probably get so addictive. Like, I thought about yeah. playing The Sims. Oh, um, yeah. There was, yeah, I, I almost did it. And then I was like, ah, uh, this could go downhill real fast because <laughs> I'll just build the life that I don't have right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll just build a character that, like, has a boyfriend. <laughs> just build my ideal relationship yeah. and then i won't apply for jobs yeah exactly it's like that's what you should be doing during unemployment sarah is applying for jobs yeah. not playing the sims <laughs> yeah i was Jesus. playing um skyrim which is like big rpg oh, right yes, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and um you can get married in that but like i <gasps> couldn't figure out who you could get married to and i was like i'm on like the wiki looking for like the which husband i think is like deserving <laughs> of my character because she's a badass hell yeah she's a cat person and she sneaks around and she gives no fucks do you make your character like you or like how you'd want to be um a little bit uh, depends on the game like skyrim i always pick the khajiit which are like cat people because i'm like like, fuck yeah, I'm a cat person. 
person. Like, fuck. Fuck yeah, for I, cat. Yeah, yeah, we are both cat people. Yeah. So if I could be a cat person, it's awesome. And um, so, but when I play like game, other games, like I try and give them like red hair, kind of like me, or yeah. like I make like a character that I could like really like get into like the role play aspect like I ended up like making a character for like Mass Effect once and I made her like you could like pick a certain backstory and like I picked like the most fucked up like damaged backstory and I gave her like bald hair and really big kind of like shell shock looking eyes like a badass kind of like a badass but who's been through some shit like like she cares about certain people but she'll like still punch other people in the face maybe like like a Mad Max yeah like nitty gritty yeah like it was like a I think her backstory was like she was like the only surviving member of some like crazy battle a space battle or something and like she's seen some like shit I like, love that. And so I like I just kind of like picked that backstory and gave her kind of like an extra crazy look. And then like I played the character that way instead of trying to be like evil or good or whatever. Right. I was like, how would she like react? Damn. And, like tell my own story with it kind of. So you're kind of you're a bit of an actress. A little, little bit. Like have fun, you know? Just, yeah. Uh, have you know. ever thought about acting? Um not like not recently, yeah, but yeah. like I had so much fun with it in school and right. now doing like stand up, I'm like, okay, like I can mm. like, you know, you never know where life will well, take you. So many comedians kind of will audition for things. Too. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of feels like almost like a transferable skill. skill if you can, yeah, because if you can get up on stage yeah. and do that kind of stuff, and then you just, you know, maybe you pick character roles or things like that. Yeah. That are like, you, and just kind of wing it. Because it's so, so much of it, too, is, is like, I, I'm I'm thinking about doing that, and I'm just like, memorization. Yeah. Like even just memorizing your jokes. Yeah. That's like... Something that seems so hard to it's me right so now. Hard. I'm so shit at it, and which is weird because like I have my book with me all the time, and like like a, like a like a security blanket. I'm just holding my little book. Yeah. Um. But like when I did Yuck Yucks, like I remember the whole thing. I didn't like I had the book with Good me, but you. I put it down, and I was like, I really obviously it was Yuck Yucks, so I was like, let's like bring it. Yeah. Like, people are paying five dollars for this. Oh, so it was the amateur night that you did. Yeah. And you did it one, and and it went good. It went, went. Yeah, I think it went really good. It was nice to be able to like hear the feedback oh, and stuff. So, awesome. so like it made me feel really good. Like I felt like people liked my. my my you know, single girl material and all yes. that. Like, that goes over really well with the ladies. Well, that's the thing. And, like, that's, like, I think that's why you resonated with me so much because I related so much to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I always wonder, like, how straight men in the room take jokes like that. Yeah. Sometimes you know? I'm just like, I was so like, this isn't for you. Like, go get, <laughs> you can go, you can pee now or grab your beer. Like, this is not for you. Like, I have some some stuff I'm working on about just, like, how to be lazy and fabulous. And it's just like, this isn't for you guys. Like, if you want to be fabulous and, and take it in, but this is probably not, like, your, yeah. your arena. Like, and that's, and you know what? That's okay. Because... I've talked to like so many people on this podcast, like just various levels of experience. Some people have been doing it, you know, over 10 years and like people like yourself who just started. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Like they all say when you're starting out, just, just do what you know. Yeah. Just stick to what you know, because like this, the muscle will develop Yeah, and you, you can eventually write things that appeal to everybody. Yeah. But like really like when you're starting out, it's about doing it, doing it consistently, working on it. Working oh, on yeah. like just working on the confidence. Like, oh yeah, which is it's just so huge. Like, and I feel like I feel like you're very not like you feel very natural up there. I don't know if you feel that way, but I, when, I'm so yeah. nervous when I go up, and then when I get up there, like I'm shaking, but I do feel like I'm good on stage. And also, like yeah. I do it all, so much at the Oasis. I've already been up there doing karaoke. Like it's my bar, yeah. So I feel more comfortable. And a lot of places that have open mics are dive bars. I've already been to and already have been drunk at and have done karaoke or done whatever. Like, it feels comfortable. Yeah, like these are yeah. my places. That's why Yuck Yucks kind of scared the bejeebus out of me because I'm like this is the first time I've been somewhere where I haven't already been drunk and 
<laughs> and embarrass myself already. And also all of your toilets line up with the wall, which most dive bars, there's always one in the ladies' bathroom that's like, Meh. I know, right? And Every single one has one. And they all feel like I'm going to break this if I sit on it. And you have to like get real close to the wall. And like, yeah, like like Beerly's has one. Um, Gus's has one. Oh, certainly, yeah. Uh, Oasis used to, but they had to fix one a while ago. And go you know what? Oasis has a good ladies' bathroom. Yeah, I love good it. It's so big. Like, they know that we're going to spend a lot of time in there. I love that. Except that one big mirror is like a funhouse mirror, so it makes you look a little wonky. I never even really noticed. Yeah, really. it's a little wonky. They might have fixed it, but mm. yeah. The fickle frog is used to be my jam. Yeah. It used to be where I would hang out all the time, nice. and th- they would have karaoke there on Tuesdays. Right. That's a tiny ass bathroom. Yeah, yeah, I was there. That's um, tiny. My buddy of mine who comes like we kind of like we treat areas um, uh, Oasis karaoke kind of like it's like our like church or family dinner. Like all my friends get together and nice. like we have all these acquaintances. You get to see everybody. Like, and is it is it a given that they you go every? Yeah, week? it's a given. You don't need to check in. It's like you check in if you're not gonna go. Do you have a group chat? Um, no, we don't even need to do that. Like we've been really? going for years. Like, oh my god, we used to work at a call center like down the down in the Maritime Center. So mm. like we like was I started web. going much later. Yeah, what's web dot com? <laughs> I know yeah. people were French there. Oh, Did yeah. Did you like it? Um, I liked it when it was register.com and then it got bought. And then they were like, you know what? You don't need integrity. And I was like, <sighs> no, I do. I do need integrity. And I feel like people who think that shouldn't work at a call center. Yeah. Like if I can find a place that like I, I'm kind of like a salesperson. So like that's why I feel so comfortable on stage too sometimes. Because like yeah. I would run around like when I worked retail, I'd run around my store and just like make jokes with people and like be kind of on all Talking day. Talking to people all the time. Yeah. yeah so yeah, like yeah. it was so easy. But then yeah, like Fuck. being on the phone. like Well, and handling just menial boring tasks just, over the phone. Yeah. And just sitting What's and like. What's your password? What's your date of birth? Yeah. Like like following the script, it's just it's just absolutely mind numbing. No, and then you just wait for calls and like all that kind of stuff, and it's like I got a lot of reading done, but oh really? So much reading. See, because my call center experience was at Manulife. Okay, maybe I should believe that. Actually, I don't really care. I don't. <laughs> I don't work there anymore. Why yeah. do I care? Yeah, like they're not gonna they're not gonna watch this. But and that was I would say like. 90% of the time, constant. Yeah. It would like be maybe a constant. minute or two between calls. Maybe Was it inbound it. or? Inbound, yeah. Yeah. We did outbound. So sometimes like oh, um, um, there would be like big delays just occasionally. So you'd get like five minutes to like read or whatever. <sighs> or if you worked extra hours on the weekend for just extra money, like the calls would come in like every 15 minutes. So oh, I would just bad. sit there and read comics like all day. And, and then, that's not too bad. And then I like finish my comic and like hand it over to the guy like across the way. I'm like, here we go. I'm done this one. Like you can have it. <laughs> And I will say there's something about um, the consistency of work. Like, so you always, you kind of know um, that you're going in, you know what you're going to do. The day, if it's a decent day, will go by quick. There's something about to be said about that as well. That's kind of a good thing about it. Mm -hmm. But it is like, I think if you are a creative person who's meant to do something more yeah. with their life like no disrespect to people who want to work at a call center yeah like oof. but i think creative types it's it just makes me sad sometimes when i see creative types and roles like that where i'm like no like you could make a business out of your art or you could like pursue comedy or you could pursue yeah. being a musician like i don't know like it's, it just makes me sad sometimes. yeah and it's like um it's tough because it's like, yeah, you're stuck behind a desk all day. Like when I started working retail, I loved it so much because I was just like on my feet all day. Like yeah. I was just running around, running around. Like I could not stop moving because I just, I'm kind of an antsy, anxious kind of person anyway. Energy, so energy body. Yeah. Energy just body. Just like go, yeah. go, go, go. And like even yeah. when I was like exhausted, I would just like buzz around that store like a cracked out beat. Like, okay, so I need to know what's your star sign? 
Uh, I'm a Leo. Of course you are. Yes. I was gonna put. I was gonna say you're either Leo or Sagittarius, based <laughs> on like, what I know of you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yes, Leo. Because <laughs> you love attention. Leo, uh, I love attention. attention. I do, and I love that you admit that you love attention. I, yeah. Because you want to know what. There's nothing wrong with loving attention. No. Like, That's I why just, when I post a thirst trap, I hashtag it thirst trap. Because yeah. I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wear, like, brightly colored stuff. Like, I'm wearing, like, a, a blue shirt and an orange bra. Like, I, I love, love it. Fuck. Like, like, I just, I, I yeah. know, I know, like, I like to stand out. I've always been a little bit different to people, like, fashion. And, like, I like to really express myself with my clothes. And then, like, working retail, I got to buy so much stuff that I wouldn't normally be able to afford or buy because it's, like, a, a weird piece that you wouldn't normally, like, pick up. Right. Like, a puffy gold jacket. And I'm just, like well, I can get that puffy gold jacket for like 12 bucks and <sighs> then wear it to Oasis Karaoke and rap Ludacris. <laughs> um, fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> so with stand-up, are you someone who plans out your looks for stand-up just like karaoke? I do a bit, yeah. Like yeah. I have jokes based around what I wear because I tell jokes about mom jeans and like if I'm telling the mom jean jokes, I like to wear the mom jeans. I love mom jeans. Yeah. Who was I talking? Oh yeah, it was Andrew Vaughn. <laughs> Shout out Andrew. Yeah. I'm calling you out on the podcast. Um, but he was talking about how he loves when women wear the high-waisted jeans because like it just makes the butt look so much better. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely it does because it's hugging your body. Yeah. Jeans that are fucking at the midpoint, mm-hmm. you are just, like, unless you're stick thin. Yeah. Like, with no curves, they're not going to look good on you. The higher the rise, the more flattering, depending on, like, where yes. your hips are, depending on, like, like oh, I just spent forever working in jeans. But it's, like, you got to figure out where your hips are to make, like, your waist look the smallest. And right. And higher rise works for most women. The majority. And, yeah. yeah. And I've seen, like, a few women wear, like, a lower rise jean, like, because of the way they're shaped. Like, even, like, depending on size, too, like, it works for them. And I'm yeah. just, like... Try the high rise. And even then, they're just like, I do like these too. But when I was like very young and very skinny, because I used to be quite skinny, I would wear like the really, like the Britney Spears on my sleeve for you. But like, and this was before I shit, like was shaving my pussy too. So I don't know what was going (laughs) on there. So low back then. I remember like you couldn't (laughs) bend over because you would, you would, like they had the whale tail if you were wearing a thong and they wanted that look. I'm like, why? Why? As I show off my bra, it's not much different. But, but uh, it's, it's weird how like things from that era are coming back. Like yeah. bell bottoms are coming back. Yeah, you see the flares a lot, which I'm like, oh. I'm curious. I, I'd like to get one with like a slight bell yeah. and maybe see how I feel about it. I think like if you have to wear like a heeled shoe, kind of like yes. a boot cut, and then like you could rock that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love a good pair of jeans. I actually fucking hate pants. A lot of people like, <laughs> but people who know me well know I'm mostly a skirt girl. But when I do wear pants, I wear jeans. Yeah. And they need to be high-waisted. Yeah. And I love distressed pants. Like, oh, yeah. Have. Like the rips and I everything. love that. Yeah. There's You can't take the pop punk out of this uh, girl no. here. It's, it's just, it's in there for good. It's ingrained. Uh, I ordered, in um, when I was returning all my shit to my store, I was like, well, I don't need the four clothes, so I want all the cash back. But I ordered a couple things because I saw online they had plaid uh, pant, plaid jeans plaid high-waisted jeans interesting and also cheetah print high-waisted jeans and they were like buy one get one half and then like a bunch of coupons and it was my birthday month so i was like give me these oh, so amazing. i was like yep i need i need both of these like things like, i have a feeling we should probably go shopping together oh God, yes, I, I, I i i don't want to like say it right away but yeah i think we should do that. so much like i always shop alone because like i'm kind of like a like a power shopper but like i never have anyone who wants to put up with like my shopping well the thing is is it's tricky because it can be Energy sucking. Yes. I actually do get shopping anxiety, especially with pants. Well, actually, I'll just say it. With any type of clothes, because I'm having body issues right now. Like, I don't really like where I'm at. And as soon as you start trying things on, you're coming face to face with, like, I am nail large, not a medium. Yeah. And which is ridiculous. Yeah. The the sizing is, like, 
That's just, don't look at the size, just look good. Like you try and tell that people, but it's still like it sticks in your head. Like when I dropped, does. when I dropped from like a twelve to like a four, it felt really good to tell everybody I was a right? four. I was like, fuck yeah! Like I don't like I look good either way, but like yeah, it feels good to be like I lost this chunk yeah. and like be like I'm a smaller medium now. But then you start like you can't obsess about that because like you go to some stores, it's normal, and you go to H and M, and it's like everyone's a sixteen plus, no matter how small you are. Oh my god, it's insane. The inconsistencies with sizing. Oh, it's it's like it's. So and I don't think it's that way for men. No, not really. Because like, and that's the thing too. Like when I worked at, at the at the retail, like um, the men's jeans were all in inches, but women's are like six, eight, whatever. And right. like, there is it. There is a pro tip for everybody. If you Ooh. need to convert um to inches, it's add twenty two. So if you're mm. if you're a four, you're um you're a twenty. Oh my god, twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So like that's and, and that's how you do it. Is it uh, waist? Yeah, and, like waist. inches. Oh, in okay. Inches. Yeah, because like Ooh. you'll go and a, a guy's jean is like a thirty two, thirty two, and then like that's the insane. <laughs> I just did the math. I'm like, oh, uh oh. <laughs> Fuck it. Like, I don't care. You give me whatever size you want. I'm I'm like a like I'm so the frustrating thing about my body is that I am in every way bra, shoe, pants, like. I'm a half sizer. Uh, so I'm not an eight and not a 10. Mm-hmm. I would be a nine. Yeah. But you, you can't get size nine. No. But I would be halfway between an eight and a 10. Yeah. And it's so frustrating because the tens always look big on me. Yeah. And the eights look just slightly too small. Too small. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. I'm just like, Sarah, do you, you like stretch your insoles? See, like, that's the option because like you could always wear an insole with like a slightly bigger shoe and then that's actually out. True. like there's so many tips to like stretch out your shoes and i'm pretty bad with shoes like i'll usually get smaller because they will stretch yeah and the same with pants because they will stretch oh yeah anything with like yeah yeah and then it's just like certain styles of shirts i'm a it's just so weird i'm all over the place oh i know it's, it's trying to like nail up. it down like where how to make your shape look good like you know when you're going up and down and like weight and all that it's just like how do i like make my shape Work. work for me and like i've had like full-on breakdowns oh yeah definitely like this. cry getting ready for like oasis even though i'm like i don't need to impress anybody at the oasis but i can't your status on your birthday hit me in my soul oh yeah. you said you said um it was something like that i'll be there at this time depending on how many outfits yeah I sh- like <laughs> yeah something like, like that. unless i hate my outfit and then it'll be longer like, I, I, I planned it, but I might put it on and be like, no, this is a fat outfit today. Like, I mm. related to that so hard because so many times I'm just like, I, I will change like five or six times. Sometimes yeah, I definitely like tried them. about six or seven outfits tonight. Oh. I, I just had, I, like, I thought I had it and then I put it on and I was like, no, this is not it. And I was like, I'm sitting down. So like that, take that into a consideration. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm a big fan of Nikki Glazer, mm-hmm. the comedian, and she has a podcast called You Up and she um she talks a lot about like her stand-up and stuff like that but she will just talk about things she goes through as a woman yeah and she's ruthlessly honest about body issues and like the fact that she's like had eating disorders and Mm -hmm. she's like still not happy about how she looks and she will just say things exactly like it is Mm-hmm. Which is so refreshing and great yeah. because I feel like as women we're so pressured to be strong, independent woman who yeah. like has just has the self like how do you just get self confidence? Oh, I don't really know or like body confidence. Like it's you can be self confident like you can like love who you are as a yeah. person, but like hate your body and like that's very hard to it's come so to terms hard. with. Yeah, and like I found when I worked in retail, um, like dealing with everybody else's body types, like I learned to really like yeah. accept and like 
everybody's struggle. Like every, I call them insecurity zones because everybody has one, whether it's like your thighs, your booty, your belly. Like I would be like, all right, what, like, what do you not like? What do you want to like hide or like what makes you not feel good? And like, I, you know, I, making somebody feel good in like their, in their clothes, especially jeans where jeans are so hard. Yeah. Like, that's where I got like some serious, like emotional value out of like oh, a shitty God. retail job. Yeah, I was, no, like, feel really good. Like when you get someone who is like, I don't, I have tried on jeans in the entire mall. I've tried on jeans all week. I can't find anything that fits. And you put them in that pair and they feel so good. And oh. you know, you pair it with like the right top or something. And they're like, I'm going out tonight in this. And like, I would have oh, girls yeah. who would come in wearing outfits I recommended to them oh. or like got them set up with them. Like, here, I'm wearing it. Like, look how good it is. And I'm like, I know you're so adorable. Like, like, that is amazing. I miss those people so much because it's hard to like. It, there's so much to struggle with, like yeah, whether so it's much. this and that. Like my mine is like my muffin top. I've got Same. like I've got like a, I'm, I'm a bit of a muffin, but everything else I'm like mostly okay with. I also have like a problem with my smile because my teeth are fucked. But girl, I feel you so hard. I feel the same. I don't smile with my teeth for that reason. Yeah, I I like it, it's just it's so it's so hard. Like I I and I didn't think. Like, you know, when I went through puberty, I experienced it. And then I, I would say, like, my most confident would be, like, my mid-20s, maybe. I was, like, yeah. probably, like, my most confident. And then, like, it all came back. And I was just, like, I didn't think I'd be experiencing this yeah. at, thir- like, going on 33. Yeah. Like, this is madness. Yeah. How am I still not, like, and it's all out there just to, like, make you. But there's so many, like, now that, like companies are getting on that like body positivity thing yeah. which is nice like this where on the store i was at started to like they have an i don't know um they have an underwear brand and like their underbrand is all about po- positivity like they don't air shop their uh, photoshop their models oh, they don't nice. airbrush them they don't like they make you feel like like comfortable when you go in there and you don't feel like awkward or weird like when i go into victoric secret i'm just like like it's and, so it's so overwhelming it's overwhelming it's dark every bra is like super tricked out i'm like i just want like a plain like a nude bra a black bra and some fun ones like no and just the one that makes my tits look good when i go out like i need that one and there's nothing worse than when you're like going through the sizes and you're holding them up and you're like nope not gonna fit me yeah. nope not gonna fit me and then you get to the large you're like this might not fit me and then you're like shit where do i go yeah. how the fuck is this a thing yeah it's ridiculous and then they do they start doing like extended sizing so if you like they'll size you and if you can't don't have like a store size they'll like order it and just, like, oh. ship it for free and stuff and i'm like that is so much easier for like when you struggle with that kind of stuff like with bras or with right. like they need they need that version for like swimsuits like they the the, the underwear the store does sell swimsuits but it's like they need like a swimsuit store because i haven't <sighs> bought a swimsuit in like 10 years because i just can't I can't deal with that. Like, and even like, I felt like probably my most confident now that I have like almost in my entire life. Oh, like, really? Body, body wise, oh, like I feel like like I'm like been feeling really like a lot, a lot of weight, which is nice. But like, yeah. I feel like I look good. Like I look healthy. I don't look too skinny because I was always really skinny as well. Like growing yeah. up, like pe- like people would put my mom aside at school and be like she eating that's and that's something people forget a lot about the other side of being skinny. Yeah, because I think people assume it's just like. Like only larger people get made fun of. It's yeah. like no, if you're on the I other side of it, you get you yeah. get made fun of too. They're like sure. always concerned about you, or like they make jokes, like eat, eat a sandwich, you know, and like all that <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, I I eat like crazy. I just had like a crazy metabolism, and and people all, will always feel the need to comment. And it's just yeah. and it's the same with like celebrities and shit. Like if a celebrity is showing bone, like hip bone or something, people yeah. will be like, "Are you eating? Or does she have an eating disorder?" And it's just like. Maybe they do. 
Maybe they don't. Yeah. None of your fucking business. Maybe they had a busy couple of months and they went up or down. Like, yeah. No, fuck off. Like, our, like our yeah. shapes change all the time. Like, get over it. Like, my body's like constantly changing. And it's just like so, it's so weird. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I'm just and like, like. As you get older too, like my feet went up a size. And then I oh, also wow. like, I went up, I used to be an A cup and I went to a D. Oh, like, damn. in my like late 20s. Like, um, welcome to the club. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's yeah. one area of me I'm like, I will not change it. I love my tits. Yeah. I do miss my love little titties because, like, I didn't have to wear a bra all the time. Oh, yeah. That's I wear those little, like, shelf tank tops. And, like, when I would sleep, like, it, now it, like, slumps over. So I usually like, yes! have a blanket in there. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing about bigger boobs. Like, it sometimes feels, it actually feels better to wear a bra. Sometimes. Yeah. I have, like, lazy bras that I buy from, like, the dollar store that are, like, Ooh. like lazy, kind of, like, like, really cheap, just, like, thin. They just hold kinda, them and kind of in place. Kind of like bralettes? Yeah. Kind of like a really cheap, like, $3 bralette from the dollar store. And then kind of wear those, like, you know, for repairman coming over because I don't want to be like when well, my roommates around I don't care but like yeah if repairman coming I'm like I don't want the nips on display and, and something for laundry day yeah laundry day or just you know you just have maybe like a sore booby day and you want to you know oh, sore booby yeah. days are so real oh my god being a woman okay I hate being a woman I fucking hate it's it so there's much, so much there's so much to deal with much. and I don't think that men understand <laughs> no it's so like it's so it's I so love easy. you men I love you men trust okay. me most of my problems are because I love you too much. Yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like so you truly don't understand. Like it's, uh, it's like these hormones, it's whole, and it's so crappy when you feel out of control. Yeah. Like you're just like, your hormones? you have like the, the wrong day and you watch a car, like a commercial and it just makes you cry even though you've seen it a million times. It's just like, what the fuck? What and is you're happening? Like, All right. And then two days later, you're like, oh, that, that's why. And P, like the PMS, I've never really experienced it as bad as I do now. Yeah. I like, used to not get like, around like it. the cranky, like so cranky and the and the easy to cry. Like I used oh, to be yeah. a wall. You can make me cry for anything. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I watched the King of Hill episode <laughs> I'd seen like a million times. The one where, where Cotton teaches Peggy to walk again after she falls out of a plane. And I, I it's my favorite show. It's my favorite show. I've seen it what a million times. Uh, King of the Hill? King of the Hill. Okay. Yes. Yes. Love yes. it. I just I love oh, it. it all makes sense now your facebook is a lot of can't, yeah everyone po- everyone tags me in king of the hill shit because i'm just i love it That's amazing. Um, but he teaches to walk again and like i've seen it a million times but then i watched it like the wrong day and i just started bawling because i'm like cotton is an asshole who hates his own son who hates his own son who hates everybody and but he like respects peggy enough to teach her to walk again even though he kind of hates her too but he respects like her strength and her like you know i don't give a fuck cotton like i'm gonna be me kind of thing and I'm just, so like, but you're just seeing it in a different way in a way and i just yeah, yeah, pulled yeah. my eyes out i might have been a little bit drunk too and like come home from like, a night out and i was just like Whoa. are you an emotional drunk um not really just like when i catch like t- like stuff like that like tv yeah. or like like when you're watching a show it's like the sad music starts and it i know it's coming i know it's coming and it just for me it's animal rescue videos i feel like if i ever need to go cry i'll just turn on animal rescue yeah and it 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 just or like animals or friends like yes animal odd couples on netflix like a chicken is best friends with a dog because the dog is blind and the chicken leans it i'm like (laughs) if they can get along why can't everybody else why can't we all get along why can't we be more like the dog and the chicken like oh it's so true Ay ay ay! Being a woman is garbage. Oh, um, but I want to get into relationships because yes. you, your comedy is like you have a lot of jokes about it, and you, you mentioned in your stand up that you were in a fifteen year. Fifteen years. That's a just long shy, ass just shy. Time. So you're thirty four. Yeah. So when did you get in? How old were you when you got into this relationship? So it was like nineteen. Wow. 
wow. Yeah, like okay. we knew each other. Now that I think about it, that's not that's not so bad. Yeah, was, like, that's just really a long. That's relationship. a long. That's a long time, and like it was a good, like, really good for a while. Like, um, like we were both kind of nerdy. We we're both mm-hmm. little, little stoners, and like, <laughs> did you meet in college? Um, we met through kind of like he's his friend from like best friend from high school was in my like section in my dorm um and then he would come down in the summer because i stayed the summers because i wasn't gonna go home because i lived in the country and all my friends right. from my fancy private school were from other countries so there's no point in sticking around so yeah um uh so we would i met him and just we kind of just started hanging out more and the, the kind of not sad but the way that we really got together was when world of warcraft came out because all of our group was playing it and he was playing he lived in dartmouth um or eastern uh what do you call it Eastern Passage? Um, where's the Portland Hills? Oh yeah, oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Portland Hills. So he's up like up that way. So like he would come. We were all playing, and like we'd be playing online, talking on like ch- on the chats and stuff. And yeah. like that's how we got in, got to know each other cute. more. No, that's not sad. That's and, cute. So like we got to know each other. Like we met a few times before. Like when he come down to visit and stuff. Um, and then mm-hmm. like we played that, and then yeah, we just kind of like got together that way when we did like a big LAN party. Like after the Christmas season, we had like everybody like brought all their computers down. Like this is when you still had like the big monitors. And, like, I remember to- those days. Yeah, yeah. And, like, we were just playing like wow like crazy and so you met over a video game kind of yeah like in real life but still like we got we connected over over a video game and wow. like it was good like i like he lived in in um in portland hills like for the whole time and like i was down at school so we wouldn't see each other all the time but like right um he would come down like most weekends or like stay for a while or whatever um um so then eventually i moved to the city and that made it like a lot more convenient right um so we just like and we were like the couple that everybody wanted to be like like we oh yeah we there could, were a couple goals yeah it was like you know we hang out and like we would go out and do stuff together like we'd go to concerts and do a bunch of fun stuff and like we were both really chill and we like play games together or like play them like alone or like you know he'd be playing something on his like computer and i'd be playing something on like, like, like that would computer. be ideal yeah like so, where you can share in the interest but kind of have your own thing yeah or that he would, would like ideal. introduce me to like old retro games that i'd never played and like we play them together or like oh, i'd be fun. playing something and like he'd look up the wiki so we could like min max and be like a, like a super badass Aww. character and stuff so like, nerdy love yeah it was like a pretty good like nerdy love and then we actually moved into we moved in with each other kind of like by accident because i got, <laughs> I got bed bugs oh no <laughs> and, and um when i got bed bugs his mom wouldn't let him stay at my house and come home without like this whole weird routine of like stripping down in like the the garage and putting on fresh clothes and really washing it so we started living in my studio apartment which was like so like it was a decent size um it's like down on barrington street by like the henry house so it was like that old building it had like really high ceilings and like it's like gray did your apartment have a bed that you had to go up a ladder no but that's the building that's crazy. I have a yeah. friend who lived in that building. Yeah, it was like it was. That's insane. Yeah, so he ended up just kind of living with me, but he like chipped in for rent and everything like that. So like that was about like maybe almost a year that that kind of happened oh, before I was like getting on my lease and stuff. But yeah. we managed to tolerate each other like living in a studio apartment for almost a year. That's a small space, which is a yeah real small space. That's like I mean like at least with a one bedroom you can like hang out in the room in like and the bedroom or yeah. like like hang out in separate rooms, but a studio. Oof. Yeah, like the bathroom's it. Like that's that's private time and. And that's a whole thing for a relationship when you move in because, well, I mean, listen, 
It's been a long time for me, so I, I kind of forget what it's like. But just the idea of like going from the like honeymoon, just dating, staying the night here and there, yeah, to like you are living together, like you are eating meals together, you are like you're cooking and cleaning, and you got to keep all that. Like, you got to poop with them in the apartment, yeah. like like all this, like all this stuff, like it, it just takes it to a whole other. Yeah, and I like he never lived. Like I live with roommates and all that stuff in college, but he never lived anywhere but home, so it was like a little. Excuse me, a little bit weird. So I was like, all right, like I know how to take care of myself, but throwing somebody else in the mix, like that was so much like extra work. Like, this is how you do things. Yeah. He knew how to do things. It just seemed like, uh, like the cleaning was always a problem with our relationship. Oh, was it? It was always like he would do like dishes and like the cat box, and then like I would have to do everything else, and that was somehow equal. And I'm like, no, it takes me hours to scrub the bathroom and the kitchen and the floors and like do all that stuff. Like, I appreciated not having to do the cat box. And And I don't know how you would. Like, how would you do that in a relationship? Like, we usually just, like, divvy up tasks? Yeah, like, do we, do we make a chore wheel? I don't know. So it's yeah. always a problem because, like, I'm cluttery. And mm, he lived at home, so I don't think he ever had, like, an expectation about how to clean, like, a whole apartment. And right. like, his bedroom was cluttery. And oh. so it was, like, always a problem in our relationship. We would always fight about cleaning, like, all the time. And Oof. frustrating because it's, like, I'm trying my best and, like, doing all this stuff. But, like, I... I can't reach this stuff. And sometimes, like, you just can't scrub hard enough. Like, you need a little, like, man you, need, you need manpower. Yeah. Like, not to be, like, you know, all uh-huh. girls are powerful. But, like, maybe can you just, like, scrub this one hard thing that I've been at for, like, an hour and just give a little. Every single time something happens in this apartment that involves, like, I'm going to be honest. Even, like, opening a pickle jar. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. I can't do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Someone to do. Yeah. I have friends who live in my complex. So, oh, yeah. like, I usually send a text being like, um, I've done it again. Yeah. <laughs> Please help. I started to grave. And I have a male roommate, too. So I'm like, well, at least he's there to, like, that's, that's perfect. And he's tall. So I'm like, all right, you can reach the tall shit. And, and hopefully he's good. He's good at cleaning it yeah so. oh yeah and he's he's military so like he keeps we keep our stuff clean like he keeps the kitchen pretty clean and i usually do like the bathroom we've really like discussed it because it's only been like a little bit but right. we both kind of keep our own like i have my messy kind of like tv area which is my mess but like yeah <laughs> this, this is my room. mess yeah this is my this is my spot like when you go to an apartment this is where this is my home base i'm gonna be here there's gonna be clutter there's gonna be candy your organized mess yeah like this is where this is where i live like this is my like downtime spot like, and i feel like so many people who are like us like cluttery people like it looks crazy, but like we kind of know. Where I know where all is. my shit is. Like I know, you know? Where it is. Like I can find. Like I was looking for like a specific shirt, and I knew exactly on the floor like where it would be. <laughs> <laughs> under like under this shirt and that pair of jeans and like a pair of boxers or something. And yeah, you know, you know exactly where in the closet it is. Yeah, it's so fun. That's one thing that I kind of suck at, though. I will always be shitty with clothes. Like hanging out my clothes, organizing my clothes. Like I'm bad everywhere. at that. Yeah. Especially I, like retail. I have so much of it now. And then like changing sizes. It's just mm. like I have so many clothes. And it's like, do I get rid of it? Or do I just like knot it and do a cute crop top thing? Or like all my jeans. Because like when you got oh, all this yeah. employee discount, like I have probably like 20 pairs of jeans between like 8 and 12 that I'm just trying to sell. God damn. <laughs> I was like, and they're barely worn. Some of them I still have the tags on because I bought them and I'm like, I didn't wear them. You should sell them. Yeah. You should do like Facebook Marketplace. I'm or so something. afraid of people on the internet. Like, I actually do so agree. Creepy. I put a dress up recently and it's like filling me with anxiety. Just the yeah. idea of selling it. <laughs> yeah, I had this really bad experience actually right after, right after my breakup was, um, like he never like, never let me decorate and do all this stuff I'm like we need like a bed frame for our bed our bed was on the floor I'm like we are not Ooh. students we are in our 30s like yep. what is this so like as soon as like like it was the day after the second day after like I got a bed frame on Kijiji and a guy came over and, and delivered it um, and then he groped my boob what and, yeah this guy just kind of like groped my boob and I I was super gross like you know like cleaning and doing all this stuff yeah. and then he was like he was 
because I stupidly mentioned that I was single to this random Kijiji person and I made him deliver I paid for delivery because he didn't have anything so let him in my apartment which was like like I'm now I'm just like like why did you not get murdered like like, well I mean you never know yeah so he he like delivered the stuff and like he helped me put the bed together because like he had to come back because he forgot like a bunch of the bolts and I'm like "Hmm." (laughs) maybe don't come back (laughs) so he came back he only put it together and then yeah he's like he gave me a hug um, and then when he gave me the hug, he reached in and he did like one of these oh my God. on my boob. And I was just like, that. Ugh. Ugh. he's like, you got my number. And I'm like, no. Oh, my God. I'm single, but I'm not that single. And did you, how did you react in that situation? I was so stunned. I just wanted him out of my apartment as fast as possible. I was just kind of like, thanks, that's nice you- to meet you. I'll message you if I'm free. Like, And just so people know, that's the normal reaction, I think, for most women. Yeah, like I wanted to we, yell at him and be like, get the fuck out. Like, We just want to be over with and... Because I'm alone in my apartment, like... Absolutely. If you get confrontational, you never know what could happen. No. Yeah. And yeah. So I was just like, all right, let's just get out of the situation and then we'll block his number, problem solved. But it was just like, I thought back about it because I didn't tell anybody the story until much later. I was like, yeah, that kind of just like touched my boob in a weird way. Like, and it wasn't even like a rope. It was like a burp, burp. Like he like, like bounced Hong it Kong. a little. Like, Oh, God. I'm just like, and I was wearing like a bralette too. So, I mean, they were kind of like... Kind of like a little bit a more little loosey, bit looser. Goosey, loosey yeah. goosey. Oh, my God. That is awful yeah um fuck and yeah how i just didn't like i think about it now and i'm like why didn't i like text any of my male friends to come be here when i did this but i was like well you know now and you'll do it and yeah well now you have a roommate i have a roommate yeah that really helps it's great i'm like my roommate is in the military and he bounces and i just mentioned that to any guy who wants to come by i'm like so just in case you know just in case like there there is a scary dude in the other room and the walls are not that thick so no funny business love that no funny business like you got someone you got someone who has your back that's fantastic so what happened with this breakup so So, you're living together living together like we lived in a bunch of different places Mm -hmm. and um unfortunately i got sick for a while um like he was in school for a while and then i like I was in school and then he was in school and then like I moved up here and had a job and um, he eventually got a job but um, I, I got sick I had really like undiagnosed or untreated we're trying to figure out endometriosis which a lot of women know is like awful <sighs> I was in so much pain so like I wasn't really working I was working part time for a bit and then like I just couldn't work for um, like almost a year and, and that disease is it a disease yeah, yeah it's a disease it, yeah is debilitating yeah it was in so much pain like i had surgery i tried like all these different like drugs and everything so i was in a pretty rough place and like it does a number on your mental status too because oh, you're like you're, you're exhausted and in pain so you're not active and you're not working and you feel like a slug and all that and it probably affects your hormones too oh, yeah like, all over the place like and i gained like a ton of weight like i like being the skinny girl i went to be in like like 120 like 130 to like 180 pounds and i like when i got weighed at the gynecologist one time i was like oh my god so did they know that the weight gain was associated Associated with the- it was a bit I was on these like um like all these different medications so I did like depo and then they put me on this thing called Lupron which like basically gave me menopause so now Holy I shit. can super relate to menopause like heat um hot flashes huh? are the worst oh like, I can imagine so bad like I I'm sorry old ladies if I ever made a joke about hot flashes they're a nightmare oh my like gosh. so hot all of a sudden like you just feel like you're gonna melt like, i feel like i get them nail yeah it almost it almost felt like a panic attack but with like more heat like it, it was like that so oh my god interesting that's an interesting way to describe it it felt like that because i was 
overheating so much and I started to panic and I'm, I feel hot and then I feel sick and then like Fuck. you know and you mix anxiety in with it and it was like woohoo a party like, yeah, such a party woohoo it's like let's throw in all these like things into like the roller and see like what comes out like what crazy Ugh. thing we do in public and, I just can't like I just can't imagine like there's been so many times that I've looked up I, I've always just thought I'm like I hope I'm not getting it yeah. just because I've, I've had so many issues myself and I've had cramps that have been like made me want to die yeah um and it's it's just ladies if you're experiencing symptoms get it looked at yeah. and do like be like i was lucky all of my doctors were very serious and like That's all of my, they were all so female and they took it seriously but be aggressive with your mm-hmm. male doctors because mm-hmm. they'll just they'll downplay your pain like i yeah, was it's just it's just period it's just period cramps you know women women overreact whatever like and like yourself, i think i watched yeah. like john oliver did a whole thing about that on his on uh, last week tonight which i watched oh really and then i was watching like an old like a, like the law and order pilot um like the original original law and order like 1992 or whatever it came out in 1990 and the episode was about a doctor and at one point like uh, another doctor mentions oh well we thought he was she was just being like over dramatic about her symptoms and i'm like even back then then. and it's ingrained like it it still happens yeah and you know what i hate saying it but i even experienced it with other women and yeah i don't know what it is it's unfortunate and it's a struggle but you gotta stay the course and and if you can't find someone if if your current doctor isn't doing it find someone else yeah get second third fourth well, opinion do whatever you gotta do and it, it's hard here in nova scotia because it's possible really to get a doctor, but like you just and you just i just called numbers until i got a doctor that's how hard it was well i went to a doctor being like i am depressed and i want to like i i i wouldn't say i'm suicidal but yeah. like i was just like i really am not doing yeah. well there's and been I'm, some dark days yeah like and and she's like oh well i don't think that we should put you on medication just yet like and i'm like okay well i'm on the wait list for therapy but like I haven't gotten therapy yet, so I don't think it's yeah. I'm on the wait list too. I've been waiting for months, and I'm just like, I need to talk to somebody. Like, I got on the list for therapy like when I went through my breakup, like right after it. I was like immediately, I was like, I'm gonna need someone to talk to. It's madness. It's like you could be waiting up to a year. Yeah, it's insane. And I'm like, I need, and like when I lost my insurance just now too, it's like, well, that bumped me like way farther down the list because I'm like, insurance, you can't pay for it. And 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 like me, I'm like, I'm to a point where I'm just like, even just to talk to someone, like I would, I would pay the 150 bucks, like yep. to talk to someone. But I do also think that I do need to be medicated, maybe not like a high dose, but I would like to see what I'm like medic. And she was just like, nah, and like wouldn't give me, like, me drugs. Usually they don't want to give you like a lot of. They're just like, here, let's throw like drugs at the problem. That's kind of what I was expecting because yeah. people were saying they're like, just go and tell them, and they'll give you antidepressants. I'm yeah. like, oh sweet, happy pills, and then yeah. I never got. The happy pills i'm like fuck yeah oh no and i've been like i've been through like i've had depression and been medicated on and off since like to my teens oh yeah it's always been a problem for me like depression and anxiety and usually it's mostly under control but you know when you go through like a gauntlet and and i have someone to talk to but um i'll mention just because like everybody should know about it have you used like the mobile crisis like hotline i've never known oh they're amazing you can call like if you're going just like going through some like just going through it like you're like I was spinning out on panic attacks or whatever and like right. you call them and they'll just talk to you and be like yeah life sucks like they'll they'll commiserate with you and just oh, wow. listen and like you know like give you suggestions and they'll recommend different things like that so like oh that's good to they're, know um, and you can call them any time of day or night um and they have been like even if you're not helpful. like if you're not like I want to kill myself you yeah you call? just call if like whatever you're, you're having a cry or you're just like really down you're just like I'm so depressed I can't get in my right. bed today like and you just want to talk to somebody and it really does happen like you can get scared yeah like i've gotten it's the first time ever that i've gotten scared yeah from like like a depressive episode i'm not i would say like on the spectrum like i'm not i'm more depressive than 
anxiety, mm-hmm. but I I do get crazy weird anxiety randomly. Oh yeah. But my anxiety is very strange. Like it's not it's very um what's the word? Uh larger scale. Like I'm scared of a piano falling on me oh, okay. walking down the street. <laughs> like I'm scared yeah. of the really weird, weird stuff. rare things yeah. that like the chances of it happening are very low, but yeah. like I'm always thinking about like the worst case scenarios and stuff, but and I'm like, I have a panic attack because I can't find, like, the right pen. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm trying to leave my apartment and I can't find, like, the pen, the one pen I need or, like, the lipstick color I want or whatever. Mm. But before I was medicated, my, like, panic attacks were crazy because I would just, they would come out of nowhere. I'd yeah. just be walking somewhere and all of a sudden my heart would start beating. And then I would, like, black out, hit the ground and vomit. And, and you do that a couple times in public and that's fun. Oh, <laughs> You're just like, all oh, right. But that's all under control. So, but mm. I am, like, an antsy person. Yeah, mine has all, have always been just kind of, like, hyperventilating. I'm just like, like, I'm a big crier. Oh. I, I'm an insane crier. It's yeah. scary when I cry. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. And oh. like I try to keep it all in and that's why I like throw up because I like, oh, I'm trying to keep all the crying. It. Yeah. You're internalizing your emotions and, and then it's, it's coming out like, in the form of vomit. Yeah. And it's just God like, damn. and sometimes almost like, almost makes me feel kind of like, not to say that it makes you feel better, but like when you're trying to explain to somebody like a panic attack, and you're like, yeah, I throw up. They almost feel like they're more like compassionate because oh, you, you had a physical. physical response that they can understand it's like a physical it's like when you're sick you puke yeah. so yeah. you're sick yeah people it's weird how we uh how we rationalize things eh? yeah oh weird. it's fucked but we got on a tangent so yeah what, oh yeah so the breakup so, <laughs> so I was you sick. sick yeah i was sick for a while Bring like back. so like things were really like a little bit rough like he moved out to his parents for like a couple weeks because we were like fighting about me not working and me trying to like you know get my stuff together and like mm-hmm. contribute more because he was paying like a lot of the bills but like right. he was a student i paid for a lot of stuff like not as much he uh, like, admittedly he paid for like a lot of rent and like a lot dr- during the time so like i'll give him credit for that um mm. but like he really held it like over my head so oh that's not good so he moved like out for a couple weeks just back to his parents to get like a fresh you know like start fresh start get his head right and i was getting my like stuff like together so like i went and worked like a couple cash jobs and then i got like a part-time job at uh the retail store where i worked mm-hmm. and then um because i was part-time and i was like mostly students i could work like all the day shifts i could pick up shifts when people were hung over i could pick up so oh, i nice. basically worked full-time as part-time um employee oh, that's good. and then i kept like bumping up because like i was just a natural bone stairs person and so i just right. kept like, selling. Up. Yeah. yeah and then so like um around last uh, September right after back to school season I got promoted to like a full-time salaried position as like a selling manager so I started like a whole new job and um like when well, a whole new job but I started like a new position I actually went over to the Micmac store instead um so it was like starting a whole all that new stuff and like we had just been through back to school season and it had been like so intense and stressful and like I was trying to like reconnect with them a bit because I'd been like sleeping and working and sleeping and working um and like let's go out and do like like let's watch this movie together let's go have brunch or let's right. do this and he would shoot it all down like shoot it all oh. down and like and whatever money I had like I did make I would spend on stuff for our apartment like he wanted these certain types of dishes so I bought them and he wanted memory foam pillows so I bought them because like I walk around the mall and wait to see which things go on cheap and I pick them up um so right around then I um was trying to reconnect and things were like a little bit distant and stuff and I come home from work I'm walking up from the bridge uh to my place and I see him standing outside uh outside my building and I'm like oh hey like what's up and he gives me oh here we go this typed up letter typed up not even signed like not even signed um typed up letter he said i moved all my stuff out moved on he, he told me he was taking a day off because he was stressed out or sick he moved all of his stuff out his parents helped him move him out and this people these are people who were like my family for the last like 10 plus years like because my family's all in ontario so i went to all their family events right. and all that stuff so so, like a second family yeah. yeah so he moved all the stuff out um he was like i moved all my stuff out um 
And I wanted to go up and like, can I see what you took? Because there's so much stuff that like we had been gifted as a couple, or, like we had bought together, yeah. like like our like and stuff like you know. At the time, you're thinking like, like what well, the game stuff or like you know, those things that like <laughs> yeah. you know because you know he's going for those first too. And like so absolutely, he refused to go up to the apartment with me to even look and see what he took because he said I would call the police and accuse him of rape. What? I'm like so, out of left field that came because I feel extremely like obviously as like most women feel extremely strongly when someone like fakes fake yeah absolutely. like don't do it like you know when you when you've been if you've had any kind of bad experience with a man in any level like you want that you want to be believed so i would mm-hmm. never like so he threw that he's like i refuse to come up like I, he gave oh, me the letter shit. and like he's standing in, like my parking lot like my the i'm like i live on the back of a bakery and all the baker guys are like loading the bread in the trucks i'm reading this letter like crying and like yelling in his face like so he gave you the letter and had you read it in front of him yeah had me read it in <gasps> front of him wouldn't go up to the apartment and standing outside while all these guys are like loading the bread trucks up like chirping it each other like you know having fun and i'm like bawling my eyes out reading and this, this was just, fucking so letter. you knew things were like not great but yeah. this this was not at all expected out of left field Holy out shit. of left field i was like maybe like i was starting to think like maybe we should do like couples therapy and try and figure out like some of our major problems and yeah. like you know because we were together for so long and like i thought this was the person i was gonna like grow old with like oh we were gosh. on the same page about a lot of stuff we were both like no kids like that's how you know like a lot of that like like lined up you know and Fuck. his family well, you were great. still fighting and he had already checked out. yeah he'd already checked out and like he was letting me spend all that money too while he was checked out because he he mentioned the uh, letter that he has been thinking about it for a long time and i'm just like you couldn't have like let me not buy all this stuff that you like at least you didn't take it but it was like i have all this stuff left it's almost like people are well people are scared to break up or like bring up the idea of breaking up like when they've already mentally checked out and then they're like almost like using the other person yeah i felt like it, which is so icky yeah, so, like, and the worst thing too is he did it like um on karaoke thursday like he did it oh. on, on thursday and it was a friend's birthday like oh he was having God. his birthday party like at, at at karaoke so like he did it like that that day like he knew thursdays were like my most important like day to me it was like a really good friend's birthday like i was super excited like i was coming home to just like shower like oh you know, so you hadn't gone out yet i hadn't gone out yet no i come home from work and he's just standing outside and gives me the letter and uh, oh that's like unnecessarily douchey oh it was like i couldn't believe it. i'm like i deserve more than this absolutely like, and like if things are gonna end at least end them in a way that's respectful to that person yeah. that you've spent that time with. And like be an adult. Like it's absolutely the like he basically like just bl- like the letter is such bullshit. Like is there any tidbits in there I'm that are particularly really good ones? It's just like basically he just blames he says apathy when really he means marijuana. <laughs> Because I don't think he wanted his parents to ever see this because know that we smoke pot. Um, and if any of my family is watching, sorry, I do smoke pot. It's legal now. Yeah, it's legal now. <laughs> Smoked it before it was legal. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> All my problems, weed has been great. Anyways, like. Can't change the past. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it, like, no. So, like, yeah, basically, he keeps saying apathy so that if somebody sees this, they're not going to be like, oh, he's a big stoner. What the so heck? just like, um, what was it? Like, I think here. So crazy. just like um, I'm not happy with my life. We haven't been and haven't been for so long. I want more than sitting around in a haze of apathy. Weed, oh <laughs> like God. really, guy. Okay, and then we have. So what many- did he mean to say? Apathy. Yeah, I think it was just like we smoked too much pot and we're like boring. And I'm like, we could have like quit anytime or taken a break or like done like I I don't need. I just enjoy it more than drinking. Absolutely. Um, And so like at any time, like we could have taken a break if he was like, this is affecting a relationship. I would like, yep, sure, no problem. So there was no trying on his end. It was just him. He had all these thoughts up here that he never communicated to you. Yeah, and he just puts a letter on you. Puts a letter on me. Yeah. Fuck. Like, let me see. Like, 
you have so many problems and I just find myself being frustrated around you. Like I'm, this is, this is my great, like right in the second paragraph, I'm not in love with you anymore. <gasps> and I don't think I have been for a long time, but I couldn't <sighs> recognize it from the suppression of my feelings that comes with the bad habits that we share. So he didn't know he didn't love me anymore because of pot. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's like probably the one thing that really hurt me because the rest of the letter is pretty BS. Like I mentioned cleaning was a big thing. Because he's like, I, I do all the cleaning. I'm like, no, you don't. No. <laughs> I do all the hard cleaning. You scoop the litter box and do the dishes. Uh, um, and just. Okay. I can't believe he gave, like, what pisses me off about this is that he gave this to you. Yeah. And had you read it in front of him. And, yeah, read it in front of him. He's like, you can go read it alone. But I'm like, of course I'm going to read it here. Like, you're not just going to. And he's like, my at the time, too, when he moved all the stuff out, his parents were parked like a couple, like a block or like, around the way. So he could just walk and be gone. So like, his parents were like. Helping him, yeah, yeah, I know. Hijack this relationship, uh, yeah. And I'm like, really, like these people who are my family for so long, and let him, <sighs> let him, and we're like totally okay with like. He must have told them like a bunch of nonsense. Of course, they like, can't trust what he told. But like, yeah, he just let they just let him bail on, and like we lived together for ten years, so that's that's marriage. Like we are common, we're common law married, Holy and fuck, like yeah. So it's just like, and he blames the, like, blames the cleaning, like um. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really um, Like, these are things that can be changed and talked about and easily changed. Yeah, and, like, his main complaint, too, was, like, you know, you, um, like, I had just gotten back to work and I had just gotten a full-time job and, like, I was just getting back to being able to, like, contribute, like, evenly to the household. Like, he made a lot more money to, than me, too, because he worked in, like, IT and stuff. But, like, right. I contributed everything I could. Absolutely. But he's, like, you spend your money on luxuries. And I'm, like, I buy a couple clothes and work because I need work clothes. And also, when I buy jeans with my employee discount, they're, like, 10 bucks. So... You Hell buy yeah. $80 games. And you, and you, like you said, you buy stuff for the home. Well, yeah. That you, you were buying things for your relationship, like to nurture yeah. that environment yeah. for the relationship. I will admit, like, I do, I do, like, have a problem with, like, buying clothes. Like, I have, like, when you yeah. have that discount, too, it's just like, and when you're, like, losing all that weight. And when and you're, you're working in retail, you're, you're expected away. to look on trend. Yeah. And so you just, need to keep up with the trend. So you need to be buying. And I, I've had friends who've worked re- retail and have told me this, that, like, you need to be always buying. Yeah. New just in the new, at least something from, like, each, they call it, like, a floor set or something like that from each collection. Like, you have to have a couple pieces that, like, yeah. Like, like, or at least, like, the jeans that you're wearing most days have to be, like, the jeans that are in the store right, right. now like, for, so like i had a bunch of jeans that like, i couldn't i could still wear them to like on weekdays but on the weekends like you want to wear something that you can be like these are these jeans like right these. like exactly because so. you're representing and this is why retail workers need to be paid more yes. and given better discounts yes like oh let's God. pay them more like let's pay, pay them a good wage so they're already making good money and give them a better discount. Yes. Because yes. what's like the standard employee discount? Ours was really good, which was nice. Like that, yeah. like one of the best because we get like two items for like 80% off like every like four oh, or six weeks good. and then a bunch for 60 and then clearance was like usually like 60% off and you would get like an extra 25 off that. Okay, that's pretty bad. So like it was crazy. I but still paid so much stuff. But yeah, so like I would buy clothes and a lot of times too, like I was losing weight and I was like, I want to like feel good in my clothes and, yeah. and all that. But like, he- but the other thing too is, is like I've been uh, here, I listen to a lot of dating podcast and like it's interesting how many relationships the main point of frustration is money whether that be like someone making more money or like what do you do with your money it's just like what people have to remember is is, like we're still individuals like even though you're in a relationship like you still have your individual money and you can do with that what you want yeah you know because it's your money yeah 
And like it made me feel so bad too because I wasn't making much. I was making minimum wage working right. retail, but I was working. I was getting off like my, I was still getting like better. I was getting like yeah. healthier, getting my like all my, you know, like treatments. You're getting your shit down. together. Get my shit together. Exactly. This is like kind of like your transition time. Yeah. And like I would try to spend as much as I could like what I had like equally like in yeah. like distribution of like how much we each made in salary but like you know he could buy video games and all that and he never said anything and it's like yeah because you're making all the money but if I buy a pair of jeans I get the side eye when I walk in the door right. and I'm just like <sighs> made me so bitter and so resentful because I was just like now when I buy things I'm like I don't have to explain this to anybody right the only like maybe I'll feel guilty for overspending but yeah. like I don't have to deal with like and no I, one I would comment- hide the bags like I would buy I would hide the bags yeah. when I came home and I'd be like I would like tuck them in and be like yeah, I just oh, found this bra. Like that's no fucking fun. No, and like I didn't eat. Like I would bring my own lunches, so I wouldn't eat at the food court. And like what I would buy in clothes would be less than if I ate at the food court every day. Like, God. and like you know you spend eighty dollars on a video game or whatever, and this and that, and like gaming computer. And I'm like give, give her like you know. Whatever. And I just I, no one should. I mean, unless it's to a point where it's like hardcore shopping addiction. Yeah, like affecting your bills or your life. Like, like no one should judge. How someone spends their money. Yeah. Because we all have our things that we, we spend on. We all have on. stupid shit we spend our money like on. Like yours is clothes me. It's like fucking makeup. I buy a lot of makeup. Yeah. Because makeup always fits me and I hate clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm like, I love to, yeah, shot, like clothes are yeah, my, definitely my big problem or like yeah. just little, like little things, you know, like treat Eating yourself out. or Eating whatever. Out, yeah. yeah. Take Eating out. out or like, you know, grabbing a beer before a comedy show or whatever. Like. Absolutely. And we're yeah. all trying our goddamn best. Yeah, just like, can people relax? Yeah. It's like, let Fuck. me have some fun with the money I have. I know I don't have much and yeah, I'm going to have to like maybe get a late fee, but like, and that's the thing too like you need to have fun with life like you need to have those spendings that are for stupid fun yeah exactly otherwise you're gonna be a very unhappy person yeah so like that was like a big part of it I guess and he mentions that in like the letter too like maybe you should chip in I'm like I chipped in (laughs) I chipped in well you're chipping in what you can chip in that's the important part like it might not be what he wanted you to chip in yeah but you're still giving something out of the money that you have, which is not as much as him. Yeah. Like I would go to like, because I was working in the mall, I would go to Walmart and grab the groceries and like yeah. I would buy that and that wouldn't count towards his mind when we went to Sobeys and he bought groceries. Like, well, Ugh. I still bought like all the stuff we needed at Walmart every time I like came home this week. Like, Doesn't seem logical. I know. Um, and it's just like, oh, let's see if there's any more tidbits in here for you. That's just so heartless. Yeah. And at least he was not, he paid two months rent on my place. Which, okay that was decent enough um but still like he owes me so much more like you know get a lawyer and all that kind of stuff right like <sighs> like there's you i mean go yeah, but i don't i don't know yeah I play that game or whatever right um and they's just like you're gonna hate me but eventually this will be better for both of us and i'm like i would have been less bitter and shitty and won't make fun of you on stage if you'd broken up with me like an adult like if yeah. you had talked to me about any of these problems and i think because i think what honestly what happens is, is that like, like he mentioned in there that he was like falling out of love with you mm-hmm. they'll wait until they are out of love yeah rather than when they're starting to feel like things are changing talking about it yeah I, like right when that happens and that's the main because there's nothing worse than hearing that that is the yeah. worst thing to hear yeah i don't care who you are like that's that's terrible yeah just that that was a line that really hurt me it was just Absolutely. like like i'm out of love with you okay yeah. like it's not we're not working out i'm still in love with you but we're breaking up or like because of all of our other issues um 
but yeah, and it was like worst. so much stuff too because like he got we used to go to concerts and stuff together and like do all these fun things and then he stopped wanting to go to concerts with me like we wouldn't go out as much like right. he wasn't big and like i'm like very much an extrovert and he was very much more introverted and like mm. he liked to game online with his friends and, and talk over team speak or whatever they use right. and that was fine but he stopped wanting to go out and do those things but he would complain that he never had any friends to go out with and but then, you're like here i am i want to do things yeah i want to do things like come out like you know all my friends we've been together forever like you can come out and hang out for a little bit but then i would have to make sure he was like having fun the whole time and like that's a whole thing and like this this, this is like all this is ptsd for me because it sounds like my last relationship too yeah. <laughs> gamer gamer yeah. um worked at a kitchen so yeah. worked late actually not <laughs> it yeah. not a, not as good with money as yeah. that but like um worked late would like just play video games all day yeah. like would never go out with me yeah but also was kind of an extrovert oddly enough but we it, it kind of like was not good in that sense because we were always competing uh, okay in a, in a weird way but yeah same thing like i was always trying i was always the trier yeah i was feel like i was always just leading yeah. him along behind me like yes. let's go do this let's go do this like let's find some stuff to do like you're the motivator yeah like well, you shouldn't to- have to motivate the person you're fucking dating like let's go do something like let's get out of the house like God. even if it's like he wouldn't want to spend money on like like concert tickets or like even just like little things like building a home like we wouldn't let me spend money on decorating and like stuff right. like that because like, you like, wanted to make a life i wanted to make a home instead of like of course our place is messy because there's nothing on the walls and there's nothing that makes me feel like i'm living here i feel like i'm right. a student with all my stuff in the corner i'm gonna move out at any day you wanted to nest yeah exactly i want like like yeah just make a home and that's basically what i did as soon as he left it was like i bought a rug i bought like a bunch of art for my walls like you know i just right. like like got my bed frame and my weird grope and right <laughs> <laughs> worth it maybe it's, uh, not, uh, it's creaky not. too which is a problem and i was like no now i'm single and coming <laughs> over and so it's like <laughs> i had it set up the wrong way and the first time i got i brought a guy home after that the neighbors downstairs like heard all this banging and we're like on the ceiling and i'm like i don't give a fuck it is like it's so funny because you don't notice it in the moment yeah in the moment you don't really care oh it was definitely like that i did notice it but i was like i don't care i'm so drunk this is like my first this is my first like roll in the hay since and so i want to know so the breakup was obviously really hard how did you how do you deal with your leo so i'm fascinated by this (laughs) how do you deal with heartbreak are you someone who um rebounds or do you like are you like me like i i i'll take all the time i need i will cry and i will fucking veg like yeah how do you deal i kind of did like um i go whenever i'm dealing with like kind of any problem i go into like problem solver mode where i'm like all right let's fix all the stuff so it was like all right let's like, get a bed frame let's like get a consultation with a lawyer and see what i might like do like let's call right. the mental health line and get my net like my stuff like in you know right. get get myself on the list like i just i woke up like i i still went out to my buddy's birthday and everything i got a bunch of free drinks like i talk oh. about somebody like i did get a bunch of free drinks you went out that night i went out that night did you cry um not really like a little bit in the bathroom like I yeah. cried a lot I called my um, called a couple friends and my girlfriend Melissa came over um, right after it happened and like I was still like I was crying and I was already going into problem solver mode I was like looking at my like my paycheck because I just started getting a salary and I was like alright can I live in my apartment by myself oh, like I immediately went into can I live in here by myself do I need to get like a roommate right now wow. I, I just started fixing like all the problems and in that in like that night were you just like okay yeah it's done like it, was any part of you going to try to fight no. for it especially the way he did it I was like and especially that right. like r- that rape comment that I would accuse him of rape I was like, thanks. Like, no, no. Yeah, that's kind of the. the I don't want you back. And I always like. I don't want to like. It feels bad to kind of say this, but like, I always want to value do better. There you Um, go. Like, we had a really good like like run connection and like relationship, but like 
I don't know. I just sometimes. Well, I like you said, like you were always like trying to motivate him and stuff. Like, yeah. So clearly, like something was off there. And that's always the hard thing about a breakup, too. Like when you've been wronged. Yeah. I'm not saying it. this, but it's easy to get into the victim-y stance of like he hurt me he's an asshole but then like you really gotta look at the relationship and be like do like a postmortem and be like okay well actually yeah we might not have been it should have been like five years ago like, yeah it exactly. probably should have like we could should have cut that off like i just we changed too much as people like right and like he kind of like stalled out and i kind of felt like i kept kind of growing and changing and like i went right. through some hard stuff and i went through a bunch of things and like were you the same age uh, um, he was a year older. Okay. A year older. So, like, nothing crazy. Interesting. But, like, um, like he was, like, I was the first person he ever lived with outside of home, and he'd never been with anybody but me. Right. So, I also thought maybe, like, you know, that's obviously in his head, like, yeah. sex well, life and all that stuff. Did you lose your virginity to each other? Um, no, no. Okay. I, I had a couple. I was with a few people. Okay. Like, like, not a lot. Just a little bit of college, you know? Right. You know? Okay, gotcha. All of that, but yeah. That's good. But he was, like, your, was he your first boyfriend? Um... Serious? First, like, real serious. The other serious one was, like, one. three months, and it was uh, regrettable. <laughs> he was wow. a guy who was really into uh, World War II history, which is just, I'm a Nazi. Oh, God. Yeah, which I, I didn't realize right away. And then, like, um, he bought, like, a Nazi. <laughs> like, you know, like, those, like, a lot of students have, like, like flags in Nova Scotia. Or, like, yeah. Home, they hang them up, and, like, you can buy them, like, from, like, places like the black market and those kind of places. He bought one, but he bought a Nazi flag. I was, I was hoping it wasn't going here. Yeah, it was. Shit. So that guy bought a Nazi flag and then the most fucked up thing that's probably ever happened to me in bed was like we were sleeping together and I was on top and he's like when I saw you on top in front of the <gasps> Nazi flag I've never that's never been more sexy and I was just like okay out <laughs> okay we're done here yeah, we're here that, that is wild that was insane and really I was only with that guy for like a little while because I was like I want to be in a bit of a relationship before I lose my virginity I lost it to him I was oh, like okay, I yes. want it to be just like I want some sort of connection I don't want to just be like absolutely you yeah, know yeah. and yeah. but yeah after that I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> holy shit that was fucked that's up. fucked that's up and like his mom was Jewish like and he was what? like had, and like very obsessed with his <laughs> circumcision like so oh. upset about his circumcision <laughs> which I okay like don't snip penises don't do it like leave them alone we if are... you do have a snip penis it's fine keep it clean i don't care what you have right that's the important thing wow so oh holy shit my relationships have been weird so okay so after the breakup yeah. um how did it take you a long time to be with another person not like super long okay um like our sex life wasn't really great oh, okay so yeah. um like i went and like I, I wallowed and i did a little little bit and then i actually ran into like somebody i'd met like years ago and like we reconnected and just kind of had like he had just gone through a big breakup so we kind of had like a fun friends like partner in crime kind of like oh fling. i like that so it was like you know we would meet up and, and hang out a bit and i was like like it wasn't really a relationship but it was like consistent okay. um so i had like that was a good like starting point well i did like one night stand first like not mm. like first but like it was a couple months mm. like a true one night stand. yeah like a true it was my first one ever too like first on one night stand picked up a guy at the alehouse well he picked up me and um, you're dancing and the next thing i know like mouths and butts and grabbing and all that and i'm just like all right all it, like, yeah i'm just like all right let's get in the cab like you're cute enough oh see i don't think i've ever really had a true one night stand like i've had i've banged friends that i yeah. haven't banged before but we stayed friends so i don't really yeah. think that, that counts like a true one night stand would be like don't know them 
bang one night yeah that's it and which is like i've you know done a few things and like i've banged a friend and all that like yeah. i've done you know been been trying a lot of different things you know <laughs> and I, I like trying like a little bit of a dating thing too and yeah um but so far like the one night stands are my favorite thing because like <gasps> i don't have time for your shit but you're in because you said your is it has been about a year yeah so it'll be a year at the end of the month so, ooh, we should celebrate your one year single oh, yeah. anniversary somehow. Absolutely. With some going out or something. But you're in the fun, like, okay, honestly, to me, the first year of being single after a big breakup or relationship is the funnest year. Yeah. Oh, I haven't had a because, because you're just like, well, it took you a while to get over it and stuff. And obviously, I think you're always still kind of getting over that relationship. Like, I feel like relationships impact you more than people think yeah and like it's still people like it's still hangs, done with like, it but it's yeah. still kind of there it still gets me sometimes like yeah, i do miss the good times or like he sneaks into my dreams to cock block uh, me in my dreams oh no yeah he comes to, i had like this dream and he, he kind of like snuck in there and i was like i had like a hot dude and then like he came back and he's like i want you back and dream me was like yeah i want you back and i woke <gasps> up i'm like fuck you dream me you're oh, better than that fucked. yeah and like so he showed up to cock block me in a few of my dreams which i'm like that's... a dream cock block yeah and i'm like damn that was a good dream what an asshole. Yeah. No, stay out of my head. But I want you to teach me your ways on being trampy. Yeah. This was a word that she used, by the way. Yeah, I'm not calling I do. her trampy. You know, I, I, uh, you know, I was <laughs> we like, talked about this, this is my trampy year. Like, I am fully admit, like, I am doing what I want. I'm going to, like, I don't. I love this and I need you to teach. Because, like, I want to be and I don't know how to do it. And <laughs> it's just, like, one of these problems that I have. Like, I... It might be like a little demisexual. Like I feel like I need a lot of connection to yeah. like actually bang someone, but I don't want to do that anymore. I want to fucking bang. I'm 32. I need to be fucked more. Yeah. How do I do this? Um, What's the game plan? Go out and like how do you how do you meet people? I don't. I, I just kind of just do. Like I mean, I've only had a, like, really? a couple. I just kind of like the, the last one I had, which is I, as I mentioned before, this that when you mentioned doing this podcast, it was like, yeah, I got trampy last week. Like Let's I start with the trampy. Yeah. So I was just like, we were at a bar and like it was somebody's birthday, and I had a bunch of drink, and like there was a band playing, and a couple people were dancing, and I was like, I'm gonna go dance. Like none of the guys wanted to dance, so they were watching my drink, and I'm dancing, and I just start dancing with this guy, and like, okay, this was a dance, was it a dance floor? Makeup? It wasn't really a dance, like it wasn't, yeah, it was just kind of like th- it was quiet. It was Sniggly Wigglies, like on Thursdays where they do like the Legend of Goldblooms and they play, okay. which is so much fun. I love going yeah. there, and also 250 well shots. Ooh, that's fun. Um, the band's amazing. I love, but um, yeah, we were just like dancing and having fun. Like the, the, some girl was trying to teach like his friend to swing dance. And I'm like, you don't know how to swing dance, so I was like teaching him like drunkenly how to swing dance, or like stumbling around, have these giant heels on. I'm just. <laughs> Like, were you drunk? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like not like out of control drunk. Like I, I know. Drunk like, enough. Though, I know right? like my level. I know where to stop. Right. Um, before it's because the, that's the thing about drunk sex. Like there's a point. Yeah. There's a point where it's like, <laughs> am I a predator? Which one? Which one of us is the predator? Oh my god, I've had situations like that. Yeah. It's like, very very sketchy. Yeah. Later, my friends were like, he was really drunk. I'm like, I was really drunk. He's like you were the pre-. no 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 just because he was younger than me younger yeah. um yeah we were just dancing and, and then like kissing and then like i pulled this really like the night bar was kind of closing out and i just walked over and like tapped him on the shoulder i'm like what are you doing next <gasps> and he was like nothing really i think we're going somewhere but like do you want to do something i'm like yep let's so get a cab did you set like did you just sense chemistry or like yeah, se- like sexy vibes yeah i was just having like, a then, good time and and then you cabbed and we cabbed and there's something about that i do think that the drinking helps the confidence a bit. Yeah. 
and helps me like go up and like I'm pretty social like I just go and start meeting people or like dancing and you can go to like a meat market type place and you can go to the alehouse and if you stand on the dance floor on the right night okay like, we gotta go out together yeah I think that this podcast needs to turn into an experiment now yeah to see if I go out with Vicky if I can get laid because yes. I I this summer I wanted to do an NDO which was new dicks only okay because I do have a tendency to fall into patterns oh, okay. with friends oh. and then I don't expand my Dick, dictum? Dick, yeah, 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 yeah you're, uh, my kingdom of dicks? Yeah. <laughs> dictum? And then I just end up like, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of going through a midlife crisis of like, I should be getting fucked more. I should be fucking more people. Yeah. I just gotta, I just gotta have some fun and do it. Yeah. And stop being so like, so serious about everything. Yeah. And like, I just kind of just, I just went for it. Like, like the I first one, I was like, so I'm much. just like, I'm just going for it. Like, I got not, like, no, um, like, not really any reservations as long as you're not like creepy and like, there's yeah. a little bit of chemistry. Like, yeah. and the best, and my favorite thing that the guy said to me was, I'm a sailor. I leave on Sunday. And I'm like, get uh, in my, get in the cab. Okay. That's, you mentioned that. Yeah. Perfect situation, perfect situation. For, for a one night stand. And very thick London accent, which was nice. Except we were both so drunk that he was so drunk, his accent was so thick, so thick, and I was so drunk I could barely <laughs> understand what he was saying. Oh, no. <laughs> but I'm like, I like the way you say it. So, did you go to your place or his place? My place. I don't go. I don't like. I like to go to my place. I like my things. And See, all that. I'm the opposite. Yeah, I feel safer at my place. Oh, so that's like, true. With the roommate and else, all that. Like, mm. I can kick you out. Also, if like I had too much to drink and I'm like hungover, I don't have to like walk a shame. I don't like kicking people out. I feel bad. Yeah, but I also don't like strangers sleeping over. Yeah, I usually like luckily he had to be back on the boat by seven, so like yeah, it was like we had just enough time for a cuddle, and I was like, all right, <laughs> out you go, walk it, walk it. And he's a sailor, so he's no issue paying for a cab back. Yeah, to, like, no weird. problem. It was great. Although the idea of fucking on a ship would be oh, fun. <laughs> be a lot of fun. I there's something I love about the idea of being just. I don't care, and I'm just going to be blunt about everything. Yeah. Like, um, I listened to a podcast where one of the hosts said that she um, went up to, like, a friend that she was hooking up with, and she literally just said, this is so crazy. <laughs> but they were, like, flirting all night, and she literally went up to him and was like, if you make me come later, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> I love it. Fair enough, too. Like, and I was like, I really want to say that to somebody, because there's something about that. That is so ballsy. Yeah. And it's also so just like, I matter. You need to please me. You need to earn the you, dick sucking. You need to earn the dick sucking. Because far too often do I suck dicks and get nothing in, back, in no. return. Like, it's so, like, I don't think people realize how, I don't know about you, like, mm-hmm. with your hooking up like do you yeah. find that they go down on you or yes they are much they, more willing really? than i okay. am okay. um because i i find like oral like pretty intimate for me to give i do too i don't mind getting it oh selfish <laughs> selfish such Shocker. a leo Shocker. don't mind getting it but yeah like i find like like, like dick sucking is like a second or third time like we hook up like i don't want to do it the first time but sometimes like if they're doing if they're doing it right you know like they're clean uh like yeah. the cleaner out better first of all like did you shower before you went out tonight yeah you gotta um, assess the situation yeah a little bit and that's one thing that yeah. like i want to mention because it really pissed me off about my ex Oof. was like um like i don't mind don't mind sucking dick mm-hmm. obviously like i want i don't i don't really enjoy it but i like that they enjoy it thank you yeah for I'm saying that like i get that like i do but i'm like i just want like it clean like i'm just i'm a cleanly i don't like yeah. that taste of like sweat or yeah you know and i'm like can you and- just Thank you. Just can you just like and I asked him, I was like, I would have no problem because he had a problem with me. I wasn't sucking enough dick. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. 
I wasn't. But like when we're about to have sex, I go home, like I go in the bathroom and do like a quick wet wipe, you know? Like, Absolutely. Like clean it up. And when I asked him, like, could you do that for me? He made me was like, you made me feel like my dick was gross <gasps> and you made me feel bad about my body. And I'm oh like, my God. he made me feel so bad about it that it basically became like another contentious part okay, of our guys relationship. Make us feel gross with our vaginas. So when, we're no, when we're not even fucking them. Yeah. Like, so uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I wasn't asking the world. I'm like, just give it like a little like rinse in the sink or like I'll put the like, I'll, I'll put the moist towelettes next to the bed. Like, it's fine. It's so easy. Just I'm such a, a fan quick, of the like, wipe. Yeah. Yes. Just give it a quick. And then like, I will go for days. I just want it to mm-hmm. be clean. Thank you. Like, that's it. Like, that's, I don't it just, just clean it. And, and far too often have I done it and it hasn't been. And it's just, it's so, so hard gross. to get into. And, so like, to, and you're just kind of doing it. And like you said. Because they want it. <sighs> and it's like, they're enjoying it, but you're just like, I am like, when it's not, I'm not enjoying this at all. Like, I am drying up as we speak. I actually totally agree. And I said recently when I was drunk at a party, I was like, because I've gone on record saying if I had the money, mm-hmm. I would 100% hire a male sex worker if he was hot and very clean and like professional. Yes. Oh, like, I would 100% do that because there's something about the idea of like, like you're paying for a service. Like, you yeah. don't get it. Done. I get exactly what I want. I yeah. feel like I don't, when I say do it that speed and don't change it, they won't change it because they get paid. They, yeah. And like, that was another thing. Like, slow like do it this way and wouldn't listen just just start like this is the speed not this speed and and whatever speed you pick at least be fucking consistent yes it's all about consistency it's not like with guys i feel yeah. like you the fast like the like that you start to go faster and that's but yeah. that's not the way like, like no it's just like Ugh. just like a lawnmower no <laughs> and like honestly like if, if i hired a male sex worker and i told this to my friend my friend was shocked she was like you wouldn't and i was like no i wouldn't blow them because yeah, it's no, about me yeah, it's, it's not about, about you i'm wouldn't. paying for it i don't really i mean maybe it depends maybe, maybe it was like a fun 69 thing or something maybe if i was really attracted to them yeah because because like you said i feel like most of it is knowing that they like it yeah that's i would say 90 percent of what yeah, we do. <laughs> i mean there are girls who love sucking dick and more power to you like yeah. if that's like we all have our own you know things that we prefer um but you know like more power to you like love it like if you love sucking dicks all the dick you want speaking of which (laughs) i uh one of the reasons i don't like it so much as i have a clicky jaw oh yeah like my jaw like when i open my jaw wide it clicks like two or three times Mm -hmm. and it's like it can get painful so yeah i kind of have some issues with the dick sucking i was at the dentist (laughs) and they were like so does this cause you issues i was like Kind of. <laughs> I felt like saying, why? But I did it, but she was like kind of younger in my age, yeah. too. And I was like kind of assessing it, being like, how can I? How can I? It's hard to eat a big sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get my mouth around to like a Subway Sammy. <laughs> yes, I should have said that. Or like a giant hot dog yeah. or something. I love hot dogs and I, I love eating hot dogs. And you know, like it's just, it gets hard sometimes. You can't just get. You know, it's tiring. It is an issue, though, and I hate, and I and I can't help but feel that, like, listen, I can probably understand as well that eating pussy is probably difficult in its own way. Yeah. But it's not like something's going down your throat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not on that same level. So yeah. fuck off, guys. Yeah. And Seriously. I have like a little bit of like a gag request too. So I'm like, me too, give me like, time. like, just let me control it. Like, cause when they start like moving the hips, I'm like, don't. Yes. Don't do that because you're gonna make me throw up. Did you hear your, that? Yeah. Men, did don't you do hear that? Don't do the thing. Don't do this. Stop. And don't push my head down yes. unless I tell you to or I direct you to. I would to. prefer if you like just didn't touch my head at all unless you're like playing with my hair because like that's my little like fun thing. I'm like, if you pull yeah. my hair. Pulling the hair 
was good because that's pulling. You're not pushing. Yeah. You're not like pushing yeah. it. So you're like mussing it up or whatever. Yes, I like, love that. Yeah, that's I love fine. That. But yeah, don't I like push. when they tie it up for me. Oh, I think yeah. it's really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard with the short hair because I'm always just like. <laughs> I know. It's so I'm like seriously. Like I, I consider it like when I'm about to eat a really big thing of ribs. Yeah. I just tie the hair up. I'm like, yeah. okay, you know what's getting serious. Yeah. When I put the hair in a ponytail. Yeah. I know. <laughs> We're gonna get messy. <laughs> this this went places tonight. <laughs> Did it ever? This is so much fun. Oh my god! But you're having so. But was the one night stand with the sailor good? Yes, I was had a good it? time. Yeah, good? It was like it wasn't like amazing, but it was fun. Oh, like low pressure. Nice. I felt really bad because my room was so messy. Like. <laughs> My room is always a disaster anyway, but it was especially bad. Like, I shave. I, well, I don't shave, but I, I trim. Um, cause, oh, I was going to ask you about your grooming. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it right on it. But anyway. <laughs> your grooming. On top of it. On top of the grooming. Yeah, I don't. I can't shave. I have, a, like, a skin. My skin's, oh, like, allergic really? to, like, trauma. Like, oh, I can shit. do that thing where, like, you can write on your, like, arm. Like, if I were, like, Vicky, it would say, like, Vicky on my arm. It will, like, hive oh, up. Really? So, so you just can't shave? I can't really shave. Like, I do my legs, like, for the summer, but now they're, like, so <gasps> fucked over. Like, they need, like, like three months to, like, Holy recover. Shit. Like, oh, it's rough. Sucks. Yeah. So, like, I just do, like, a tight trim. Tight Have trim. you always had that? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like, we tried to figure out for a long time because when I was going through, like, all my lady problems, I was also having problems with, like, itchiness and discomfort. Uh-huh. And we discovered that that was because, like, it was hot down there and, like, right. jeans and stuff. And, like, the heat heat and, tra- and like, and trauma and, like, friction was what was causing it. So, like, they uh, – I was I went to actually, like, a, like a, a special, like, gynecological dermatologist. And they oh were, like, God. looking at, like, they were asking, like, what pads do you use? Right. Like, trying to figure out, like, what soaps. And I'm, like, I use, like, like nothing scented, nothing, anything no, like that. Like, scent is terrible take, down you there. You know, take care of my bits and all that. Like, yeah. I do all that. And then the lady just took my arm and she took a pen <sighs> and she went like this – and then the and she like waited a minute and then she was like yeah you have like whatever it's called and oh you God. just need an antihistamine like you just, oh shit yeah I was like so itchy like I had to sit on ice packs I had like ice packs like up in my bits because I was like and it was summer and it's like that makes it even worse and that's the worst and that is so frustrating yeah so it was like yeah. That was like yeah, so I keep a tight trim, tight uh, trim, tight trim, like trying and also just for personal preference, like I I let my legs go like crazy when and like sometimes I don't even care like if it's yeah if, if you know you're if not I'm hooking up anyway like yeah. if my legs are are scraggly and you don't if that's like a, a no go and you're gonna be out like fine like I the vibrator is next to the bed like and I don't think anyone any guy would at no that point at care. that point care exactly and I don't think I don't think guys care about bush anymore either no, I think bush right. is coming back yeah as long as it's not like as long as it's kempt I think like as long yeah. as you don't have like like I even will like trim my leg hair too or like I'll go like full silkwood and just get rid of all the hair like in <laughs> January and just like do like like exfoliate get rid of everything and then go back to like growing so with that condition could you never do laser or anything I wonder if I could do laser yeah that's interesting yeah I mean, but if it, I think if I like took actually paid because i don't have a drug plan so i stopped paying for the antihistamines yeah. um because they were yeah. super expensive um for some reason and but yeah Everything i think if i did that yeah but it's not it's like not really a problem now but yeah so yeah. that is interesting okay because i'm someone who goes i just i just get rid of all of that yeah i i feel a little uncomfortable like with the waxing thing anyway yeah um and then it, it would make my skin like so mad it like, is quite uncomfortable it, like it's so angry and like i tried to do it for a bunch of years like for my ex like just you know for his like he never expressed yeah. one way or the other whether he preferred it but sometimes i would just clear cut yeah excuse me just because what just clear cut just get rid of it all like and then i would let it go back well but. because i think too like our age i think around our age like we kind of 
uh, grew up or like were in the age group of thinking that that's what guys like. Yeah. Whereas now, if you're younger, coming into like like your sex life, guys don't really care. So yeah, I think girls these days will have it good. Yeah, it was such like a porn <laughs> thing too because when the internet porn became popular yes. and everyone was like shaved and bleached assholes and perfect and pink and labiaplasty yeah. and all that, it's just like no, it doesn't look. Like well, that. Wendy Cummings made a joke because she was like <laughs> back when. But back when I was younger, like guys wanted bald pussies, so I got it lasered off, yeah. and now all of a sudden, it's, Bush is Bush is better than bald, yeah. and what the fuck, I got, I got it lasered off. Yeah, and it, like like what was he do with the bald spot like on there? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just get really pissed when uh, guys don't take advantage. I'm 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 someone who does it for me. But I also do it for me when I know I'm getting late. Yeah. So it's for me to make me feel better. It's During a confidence the thing, profit, like too. Process. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like if I let let the trim go and I don't, and then it's a little scraggly or whatever, like around like the edge of the underwear or whatever. I'm like, okay, like that. I don't feel good about yeah, that. Exactly. And that's just yeah. me. That's my personal thing. Like I like I have no problem like not shaving my legs, but I do shave my armpits constantly because I don't like hairy armpits. Oh, personally. I don't either. Um, like, yeah. but, like I would get that. I think that would be the first thing I would laser yes. off is yeah. armpits. Well, with my like, if I could do my legs and I'd never have to worry about it, like that would be awesome. That is interesting, though. Fuck. But also kind of, like, takes the pressure off. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I have a legit excuse to not shave. You really, really do. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm good. Like, feel free to steal it. Tell them, <laughs> I'll look up the condition because it's never recalled and you Still can use it. it. Well, I mean, I, mean I, I get quite irritating down there. Quite, I, I think it's just, like, really sensitive skin. Yeah. But, but it, it's it's a struggle, let me tell you. Having a vagina is a struggle. Oh, my God. I call her Her Majesty because she's in charge <laughs> and very high maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> and she is accepting suitors too. So like all around just like <laughs> Her Majesty. Yeah. Her Majesty is in charge. Oh, is she ever. Like she runs the show. If she's having a bad day, we're all having a bad day. See the thing is is like I take pride in taking care of myself in that way. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sad that guys aren't experiencing that. Yeah. At least you know I find too I mean? like now a lot more guys do like manscape, which is good. Like I appreciate that quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, like, like, like that that's the thing like with with girls it's like we gotta take like probiotics for our vaginas you yeah. gotta like i don't know it's just like this that said they are like a self-cleaning oven i've heard yeah. that like the more soap you put down there the worse yeah. it is for you so you're actually not supposed to technically put soap down there yeah rinse, that's what i've heard rinse in a, like a very careful like yeah clean and- yeah so so i guess i don't wash my vagina is that what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you clean it. It's just a different. It. It's a different kind of washing. Yeah, because I've actually heard that it's the soap that could make for smell. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because I think like not to toot my own horn. I think she smells all right. Like, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I mean I have bad days. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have, you have like an extra sweaty day or whatever. Yeah, you know? or like around your period. Yeah, like I always say that there's like a buffer of like a day, but like a day before and a day after where I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Shouldn't touch it. Now I understand those ads of like, I don't feel so fresh. I'm like, yes, I do not feel fresh right now. That said, I'm 100% down to have period sex. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't want them to go down on me or like, think like I, yeah. I would, I would just be like, just bang. And, and that's because the horniness yeah. around my period, the horniness is insane. 
I don't even know. Like, I, I'm on the fence about period sex. Like, I've done yeah. it. And, like, the cleanliness. I think it's, like, just, like, I don't find myself gross, but I also don't want to clean it up. Yeah, that's fair. And, like, if you if you have no problem with it and, like, yeah. you, like, I'm happy to kind of, like, get on board. But usually, like, I'm so not into it at all. Like, my sex drive is gone when I'm on my period. Oh, really? Especially with, like, the, like, endo and the pain and stuff. That must have a lot to do yeah, with it. It's, like, I do not want to, like, I feel bloaty. I feel, like. For me, it's always day two or three that the yeah. horniness happens. Or and it, or it's right before it's it's one or the other. Oh, day yeah. right one of my period is like oh, oof. right before it's bad. Yeah, day one of period is a no zone for everything. Yeah, don't fuck with like I'm just going to be eating ice cream and fries and <laughs> yeah. like a fucking mess. So oof, it's more this fuel up in here. Yeah, get another drink. Um, what like, else is there? So you're out. You're being. What about yeah. like? Finding independence after, because 15 years is a long time. Fucking time. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty independent up until we lived together anyway. Like, I went to school. I lived on my own in my own apartment. Like, I had roommates, but I also lived alone. Yeah. Um, And so, like, I was fine, like, just picking up my life where I kind of left off. Like, I really enjoy, like, I'm an only only child. I enjoy being alone. I don't mind, like, my me time. Um, And, like, it it sucked because, like, yeah, I I miss having that extra income and all of that. But I just, like, pick myself up, dust myself off, and then I started doing comedy. That's amazing. And, like, I felt so. It's so interesting that comedy comes along when you're going through shit. Yeah. I'm like, it's not therapy, but it kind of is. It's it's my outlet anyway. Like, Yeah, I I don't see it as therapy. Yeah, but it's definitely, like, it makes me feel like... Also, when people laugh at stuff that's happened to me, like, we can all relate. Right. Like, we can all relate to this, like, horrible... Well, that's just it. Because, like, there's kind of always, like, this argument of, like, can happy people be funny? Yeah. Like, what's funny about just having everything go as planned? As planned, yeah. It's, there's nothing really funny about that. So. And I find myself, like, like, you know, with depression and anxiety, but I'm also, like, a very up person. Like, I'm very, like... And people say, they're like, are you on coke? I'm like, nope, it's just me and, like, some caffeine. Like, I'm a very, like, positive, upbeat person. Energetic. Energetic, yeah. So it's just, like, I go from being, like, miserable to, like, all right, like, com- like I'm not bipolar, but I feel sometimes like I'm bipolar because I go, like, full high energy and I'm just, like, this yeah. is all over the place. Are you someone who has to recharge by being alone yes. for a bit? Yes, yeah. Like, I did, yeah. um, I think it was, like, a week or two ago, I did, like, I did Gus's and then I did Oasis and then I did Beerly's and then I was, like, I can't talk to anybody. I can't see anybody until, like, wow. next Monday. Like, I'm tired. Well, I'm of course. Exhausted. Well, because you're very new still, too. Yeah. So that's a lot on someone who's new. Yeah, and, like, I hang out, too, because, like, you're new, you want to hang out, you want to get to know everybody and, yeah. like, so you end up hanging along you end up drinking more and absolutely like, yeah it's so like, much I, yeah, I drink so much more now that i do comedy it can, um, it, well i mean it's it's tough not to because i mean if you just go to a show like, yeah you do feel like you kind of have to have something yeah and i find like i have a system like i have i like to have like one or one and a half beer before i go up because i'm so nervous like that's my nice. chill oh that's um, good yeah. yeah so like that's like my, my system like i gotta you're like just a little buzz i enough. just need a little a little bit to loosen loosen me up a little bit get me moving on stage get loosey goosey yeah a little loosey goosey have you did you feel like when you started doing comedy and started meeting other comedians because like i don't do it but like i'm kind of in the scene a bit like in terms of this show and stuff and when i started interviewing comedians and like this past year making friends with comedians like i kind of felt like i found a com- like my community yeah i feel in like a strange like my way. people because yeah um, i mean my, i was always friends with matt ryan but like i've made so many like 
friends through through this. Like Frost and I hang out a bunch. I love Frost. I, Frost, Shut up, Frost is so funny. We love you. I love, love you, Frost. You. I felt so, much. so bad because her episode. She did one of her a video episode as well, mm-hmm. and the audio fucked up on her oh. episode. And I felt so terrible. So Frost, you got to come back on. All yes. if you're, if you're listening to this, you can come all back kinds on of girl trouble. Time. Yeah, we'll have maybe like a like a, a girls episode sometime. Yeah, so maybe get a couple fun. of you on. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's just it's so nice. Yeah, when you find people who get you. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes people like us like bigger personalities people who are kind of like more open and yeah. more like in your face like it can be hard to find people who get you who get you or like aren't overwhelmed by, yes. by you like that's why a lot of my friends are dudes because they can handle just like i'm your not one of those girls who's like i don't have any girlfriends i do but like guys can usually just like they're the anchor while i'm just like right running around like because do you find like do you find that that being a big personality can be a hindrance sometimes yes and that's actually why like i lost my job (laughs) um is that there was another girl who just didn't like my personality and i find that it happens to me every every five or so years my entire life like it happens is some some it's always a woman it's never a guy who meets me and is not buying what i'm selling like i get along generally with everybody like that's why i work so i did so well in retail and like customer service it's like i can meet somebody and be like best friends with them in like a minute yeah like these women i meet them and they just don't like me i had a teacher like suspend me and make it become a story and like like all this crazy oh, stuff when shit. i was in grade three oh grade my God. three and then like i had you know bullies in high school or through school and like i had a girl who would like bring in donuts for the whole class but not me and when like stuff like that would happen i and like actually I had another teacher in high school who kind of pulled the same thing like oh she's so weird like blah 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 um and i've oh, always wow. been very confident in my weirdness like i am who i yeah. am and like Okay, fuck like yeah um but these we wouldn't they, they, they target me and they go after like my my juggler like like angry terrier just like ah! like they just go at like they don't want any no part of like i think that they see that you're confident in yourself and they're i don't, I don't want to say they're jealous yeah but they're intimidated i'm hesitant it. to say jealous as well because like sometimes they are uh, some of them have been on like a little, now that i'm older less the teachers but some of them are like the lady who you know kind of got me fired was a little on the dumpier side right similar age and hadn't had a boyfriend in a really long time and i'm like i'm single i'm going out to be trampy Let's yeah you're it. having fun and she life. was like so miserable it was like walking around and i think i've like i've described her a few times on stage because the only way i can get over being bitter is to come up with new mean ways to describe her i'm like she is like like you know like when you have to poop but you don't give it enough gusto and it sucks back in like being around her is that feeling like she is that feeling like or like i ran out of vagicil i didn't have time to get more like that was her as a person just prickly and miserable and uncomfortable and slightly violating like well there you go i mean i think i think people get intimidated because they see that you're happy and they want so badly to be happy yeah and I'm like, uh, I could be happy. Well, I'm happy to like take you on my happy train. Like, let's go. Like, let's be friends. Yeah. Like, I'll take you out. Like, we can meet boys. That's, like, that's the thing. I'm you so can, game. You can go. You can either go the way of being mad at that person, yeah, putting that person down, or make friends with that person. Yeah, get that person in your life. Because like, so much of being in your 30s for me has been figuring out who fits in my life and who doesn't and who is giving me energy and who is sucking that energy. Oh, like I am so like low drama too. Like, yeah, uh, with. Even my friends, like, if the drama starts to happen, I, like, if I, if I'm a part of it, like, I'll apologize and kind of take it. But, like, I take such a back step as soon as someone starts to, like, stir up shit. I'm just, like, and out. Like, and I'm no out of here. time for this. Like, I yep. don't need to be worrying about whatever. And yep. I find that, yeah, you're just trying to find, like, those right people. And going through, like, a crazy breakup and, like, all the other stuff that I've been through this year, like, I found, like, who 
I can really rely on. Yeah. And even though like we can be really good friends and like fight all the time and stuff, like I know that they'll be there. Like my friend yeah. who I called like I, after Ryan left with my with the letter and everything that day, like I called my friend Melissa and she was she lives close by and she was like, I'm walking the dog. I'm on my way over. Aww. And she was there and she like, you know, like let me so cry special, and let me yeah. kind of like ramble and all this other stuff. And yeah. then she's just like. I have those people like Ryan, like my my you know buddies help me out and like help me move some stuff out or whatever. Like That's my amazing. friend would give me like a beer loan so I could still get like cheap beer oh, at the Oasis and I'll pay it back when I got my paycheck. And so I was like, I just need a beer loan till payday. I'll send you, I'll e-transfer you tomorrow because oh. Oasis is on Thursday and it's like I get paid at midnight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to keep those people around. Yeah, like the people who truly don't make you feel bad about being you. Yeah, because like. That's something that I struggle with as well. I always have always felt like I've had to change for people. Yeah. And it's a sucky, it's it's not fun. And I'm going to be honest too. I notice this with a lot of girls like us. Mm-hmm. Bigger, louder, more outgoing, energetic women, mm-hmm. I feel like are so often put into this like you just gotta you gotta you gotta tone die it down don't be so no. excitable don't be so this don't be that i'm like i am like 100 yeah. percent excitable all the time and i'm sorry that you aren't like and i want someone who even if they're not like me appreciates that about me yeah like like it might be harder to find yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it's just yeah it, it's tough but Oh, good for you for being such a positive light. Oh, it, in the world. I mean, that's all you can do. Like, you just pick yourself up by your bootstraps, and it was like, it was like breakup, and then it yeah. was like let a friend move in, and that went crazy, and she bailed Ooh. on me on rent, and then I had another roommate who bailed me on on rent, and then like I got fired, like, and that's all in the last year. And it's just like the only thing I can do is be positive and write yeah. it down, and then in six weeks when I stop being bitter about it, it goes up on my comedy. There you go, you're channeling. It I into just comedy. kept writing it down, and I'm like, okay, like because I did some breakup stuff when I did my first couple sets, and they yeah. were funny but they were like a little bitter and i don't want to be a bitter comedian i want to be like yeah i want to be like positive and like relate and all that so i love that and that's why i love the community and like making like i feel like i've just made so many friends so far already like because i feel like we're all weird in our own way absolutely and we're so accepting we're so accepting of our own weirdness because probably no one's accepted our weirdness yeah. Up until now, or like, you know, you do, it's been a, a much smaller level of people who were like, okay, cool. Like, you can be your full self with them. Like, exactly. I don't feel like I have to hold back anything when Ex- I'm just, I get, I love to get there nice and early and sit around and chat with the comedians as soon as like, it's great. every time we do open mic and stay later and, and like, stay after. Yeah, yeah exactly. And just get to know everybody. And like, everybody's been through, I think like, um, it was always just a couple weeks ago and Chris Leff was talking about how he used to be heavier. Yeah. And I was like, like, that's so real. Cause I'm like, oh, you, like, I get it now. Cause like, yeah. yeah like like he it was like all right we all have like our own like everyone's been through their their stuff Some shit Some and shit yeah absolutely yeah. it's it, yeah it's so great and also too just to be able to be self-deprecating and have people understand yeah. that it's humor yeah and not go oh yeah oh you like like and, and like oh, god love my friends but I, 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 sometimes it's just like they just don't get it yeah that, that I'm, I'm, it's humor. It's not, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sad. Hey, okay. like, like, yeah. Like, like, uh. We don't need, oh my God, I, I forgot to mention this one super crazy detail. So Ooh. I found, I didn't figure this out until a little while after um, Ryan had moved out, but um, he hid all the knives and everything sharp. Like he took the sharp stuff out of like the tin foil and all that stuff because he thought he was, I was going to like cut myself all up over him. And first of all, I'm like, hey buddy, I live like three blocks from the bridge, first of all. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> you needed to put that in your, in your side. <laughs> That's great. 
Yeah. I'm much more of a bridge jumper. Yeah. And then, then, a, then a, really a cutter. And I was like, also, I'm on a lot of antidepressants, so I could just like eat this whole bottle and like, call it a day. And I was like, you didn't try that hard, really, to like, if you really cared about my mental health, you would have had like your mom call and check on me or something. Like, if I had a big, like, I would have like my, if I was like broke up with somebody like that, I would like maybe like have like a family member be like, you call and make sure you're okay. Like, yeah. mom's on my phone, sister's on my phone. Like, yeah. I care. And like, um yeah what made him think that you were that mentally unstable i don't know i don't think he ever really understood like yeah. mental health problems and he definitely had like some anger and some like i think he definitely like had some depression um uh, and like i would always try and get him to go to the doctor and like try it out or like find someone to talk to or try and do this and it was always like no 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 i'm fine and he's probably trying to make him like put himself higher than you he's trying to make like, he was trying to paint me as crazy kind yeah, of like time. i'm crazy and blah 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 and like i'm dramatic <sighs> but it was like i'm only like dramatic because you like wind me up so hard and like when you fight and next thing you know i'm screaming he's like why are you screaming I'm like because you're screaming at me yeah and I'm like yeah like and you're telling me a bunch of like really fucked up shit and then he would cry and make me feel bad because when you see a dude cry he'd Oh, oh, uh, that's the worst. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have any friends and I don't go out. And I'm like, well, that's you. Like, call your friend. Like, all your friends are local. You could take a bus and go see your friends mm-hmm. anytime. Like, don't and I'm sure put that go on with me. Him. Yeah. I, I would go with him or I'd let him do his own thing. I go do my own thing. Like, yeah, you were flexible. Yeah. Fuck. And that's why, like, with him leaving, like, my independence and stuff, like, I'm just, like, good on my own. Like, I'll go yeah. do stuff on my own. Like, it's nice to have a buddy, but also, like, I'm learning to go do stuff alone again. Like, I went to my first concert by myself. Oh, that's, like, that's, um, oh, interesting. Yeah. So, like, I, I went to that. the alone time. Yeah. I couldn't really rally anybody to go with me. And some people ended up showing up later, but, like, I was like, I'm going to the show. I'm not missing it. Good for Whatever. you. And, like, I have a ticket for a show later that I'm the only one who bought a ticket for it. And I'm like, I'm going to go see the Joel Plaskett, or not Joel Plaskett, the Thrush Hermit reunion show. And oh, I'm, I want to go. Yeah. Is it sold out now? Um, I think they had they added a second date, and I think they both are sold oh, out. Okay. But keep an eye out, because people usually, like, bail. Anytime tickets. you just message me, anytime you want to do something, because yeah. I'm down. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm like, let's, let's do this thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I, I just even just think asking is, like... You know, being like feeling included, like yeah, like I have the option to go out if I want to. Yeah, and I just always try. Like my friends are really great for that too. They reach out to me, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not feeling, and they don't make me feel bad. Exactly. And then I it's do just, go out, and like, yeah. and then the same way, they're the same way. I'm the same way with them. Like, yeah, you get that you just like you want to be out, but sometimes you just can't muster. Yeah, or you're broke. Like money's a huge thing for me right now. I'm just like, yeah, I, there's so much I want to do, but I'm held back by money. Yeah, so I'm just trying to find kind of like cheaper ways to like you know get out of the house and yeah. socialize and and have have some like off mic time yeah. because that's something that i've been experiencing lately a lot of friends have been like messaging me being like this crazy thing happened in my life can we do a podcast and i'm like can we just hang out yeah can we just can we have a sleepover or something yeah can we talk about this like uh like while well, i love doing episodes around mm-hmm. things like like this i feel icky sometimes yeah. especially if it's like really fresh like yeah. if you had messaged me the day after a breakup being like, like let's talk about it i'd be like are you sure yeah like i feel bad i feel like i'm capitalizing off this yeah. but i think it's important to have like those off you know off you need some, yeah you don't and like yeah you don't need like to perform and you feel like you're on that's kind of what it yeah. is like i uh, yeah i feel i feel bad packaging it as an episode and putting it yeah. out even when i'm out with friends like i do feel like i am on sometimes like yeah. I, I i love to be like an extra and be out there and do all that stuff but i do sometimes come home and i'm just like i am exhausted right like, i just i want to be like fun but like i'm also like well the best friendships are the kinds that like you can hang out and like just like 
Even just be on your phones together. And not say a word. And not say a word. Yeah. Love that. Like where the silence is okay. Yeah. Where it's kind of like a roommate friendship where like, you know, when you have roommates and like you can just like kind of go sit on the couch and like. Yeah. Just like not necessarily talk, but just be together. Yeah. And when my friend I and that. I were living together, like that worked out really well until like, unfortunately, she was a little bit bonkers too. And like. <sighs> It, it, it was a nightmare, but like when we were like when we got to get like got to, uh, like got along, like we would just sit around and like she would like recommend Netflix something and I would recommend something and we would just hang out and like yeah. talk talk about boys or whatever and or you put a show on put a show on and just chill no pressure but you can watch it if you want if not yeah go do your own thing yeah, yeah I love that or she would like go Those in the back and, like do puzzle and I would watch like whatever show I want and she would like she set up a mirror so that like the mirror would reflect off the TV so she could like see the TV while she did her puzzles oh um, I like that yeah. I miss that. That's one thing I miss about roommates. Yeah. Is that like comfort of having a, someone a buddy there. around. Yeah. And like I like my roommate because I do like my space and he likes his space. Yeah. So like when we're, when he's cooking or like I'm I when I have my living room spot, like we chat and stuff, but it's like, all right, and then we're just like yeah, own space. <laughs> I love that. That's so important. Yeah. You don't want someone who's just like constantly at you either. Yeah. I yeah, that was my my last roommate that I had was like that was the guy who drove me bonkers because he always, like, I felt like I had to be on for him all the time. Like, I was yeah. his source of entertainment. Like, he would just come and just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk at me. Right. And repeat himself. And then I found out, like, he was drinking, like, a huge thing of, like, vodka and whiskey and shit in his room on his, like, nights oh, off. Shit. So he was, like, a real big drunk. Oh, damn. Real big drunk. Um, Which is, like, fine, like cool but like don't make your drunk like my problem um, yeah like don't come out and expect me to like entertain you because you're drunk and i'm like just trying to watch a show and also do you find that when people go to you like like you said kind of for entertainment or like because they know that you're outgoing and stuff <laughs> do you find that like sometimes if you're not in that mood they'll be like well what's wrong yeah are you sad it's just like no sometimes i need to be quiet yeah <laughs> although when i'm quiet people usually i am i there is something wrong but yeah like i i was i was out i think last week and like i had like a slightly confused look because i was like I got to the bar and I got there late and I was like, do I put my karaoke slip up? Do I get my picture? Do I go get the, the go to the bathroom and like touch up my lipstick? What oh, do I do first? Yeah. So I was like looking You're really like haggard and like just kind of like like lost. And she's yeah. like, Are you okay? And I'm like, nah, I'm just I'm just a mess. I'm good. Aww. I'm not actually a mess. I'm just like I'm just trying to like plot my like strategy here. Of my, I need like, to know how did you find Beerly's the first time you did it? I was um terrified, first of all. Yeah, um, I would be too. But um and really terrified because there was like a big group of talkers who were there. Yeah. And um Andrew uh, Vaughn was hosting because Catherine yeah. was doing Tinder Tales and um it's the talkers were like bad like even mike you could barely hear the first couple people so like i was getting so nervous and so nervous and i didn't a lot of the comedians who were there were ones i didn't really know very well yet oh, okay. um so i i didn't see like any like super familiar faces right but, like, i saw somebody somebody i knew so like which we were chatting but i went up in it like they seemed to really like my stuff and that's when i started recording my sets was like that week i did the three shows oh, so good. i listened to it and i was like there were some women who were just loving like my single trampy material i'm just Yay! like yeah. Like when I say strap in my fuck me bra, like some girl was like, you go girl. And I'm like, damn straight. Oh, that's great. And that was like the, one of the first things to you. Like when I became single, I was like, all right, so I need like, I need some sexy underwear because all I have is Walmart underwear. <laughs> hey, they're economical. Yeah. They're economical. You know, those, they work. They work. And if you stain them, it's not a problem. Like, fuck <laughs> it. 
You're not going to wear them out. But yeah, all I had was Walmart underwear. I was like, all right, well, I'll go down to the, the sister store. So I got a big deal on like on underwear. So I'm like, I go buy cute underwear. Yeah. Got to go get, my, get myself like a cute bra. And like I was making kind of jokes about it. And then some twat who was working there reported me to the manager and was like, she was saying like sexy things. I wasn't like, I'm going to go get a bra. Fuck me. Like <laughs> I say that on stage, but I was like, I'm going to get like a cute bra. Because like all yeah. I have are like utility bras. And she reported me for being like inappropriate talk. And I was what like, heck? I'm like, you're a teenager. You're all over sexed anyway. You're all students. Uh, like, oh my god! I was like, and I was like, yeah. I'm like, I make jokes, but I know how to make work appropriate jokes. Like, I curse and swear and talk about my vagina a lot on like outside of work, but I know how to not make vagina jokes at work. Absolutely, and that has nothing to do with your work. work how you are at work? Yeah, exactly. So it was like kind Ugh. of a crazy thing. I was like, yeah. that's insane. Yeah, and it was funny because I went down the store and like they don't have a lot of sexy draws, but they're like, I need your sexiest one, and uh, like, we don't have one. Like, yeah, but like support, like push it up, and like it's like a like a black kind of lace with like the nude underneath. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like, I have one of those. Yeah, and oh, that makes yeah. me feel real good. Like when yeah. I put it on, it's just oh, uh, black lace. You just can't. Every time I go Lasenza, because they have Lasenza has like a bunch of really cheap like bodysuits, like lacy oh, okay. bodysuits, and I'm loving the bodysuits lately. Make me feel. Real I gotta good. give it a try. I've always been afraid of the snaps in my crotch, which I'm like, I went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dragons, I'm so afraid. I'm just like <laughs> that's fair. That's uh, totally fair. And there's a thing about it, like getting sweaty or like you know you maybe yeah. you are working and on a hookup. Like, and the logistics get, of a bodysuit can be tricky. But like just with this weight gain that I ha- experienced, like I'm just like this is the only thing I feel good in. I can't do a bra and panty set. Yeah, I just don't feel the same. Yeah, sexiness as I used to. I just gotta lose the weight. But um, but yeah, no, like the the bodysuits there, they're all like really bright colors like yeah i think like bright colored lingerie is in right now yeah i'm just like i just want fucking black or my my rule is black or red yeah are what i will do for lingerie okay because i i find that those are the two like most classic colors yeah red lingerie does something to guys yeah i don't know what it is that's like it's i don't something. have red because i'm like if i wear red i'm just like a giant ginger nightmare <laughs> yeah but with black like you can wear it under things like, yeah. the, the i do have like black. a couple like sexy red bras and i'll like wear yeah. it under a shirt like i love to do like a shirt where you can see like a fun bralette like i yes. love my fun bralettes like yeah show like do that little tease yeah oh i got something fun under here yeah oh it's so fun yeah. i wish i had more money to buy cute because i think that that's so much of i love that for confidence like yeah, just knowing that i'm wearing something like, cute yeah. yeah it's you got you got your good underwear on tonight like yeah, yeah you got your good bra and like let's fucking go let's fucking go like i'm not gonna be ashamed to take off my shirt in front of you <laughs> yes it's not like <laughs> let's just not the we, nude one that's like a little bit sweat stained we really gotta go out and just start going up to people and going if you make me come i'll suck your dick <laughs> We should do that one. That should be our opening line the whole that, night. That should truly be like an experiment some night. I would to do see that, if that with works. you. Absolutely. Yes. I have no problem. I like, love I, this. Like, I am just like fully embracing like trampy, slutty, whatever. Like I think like I thought I should feel bad about no. like hooking up and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't. I don't feel bad don't, at and all. Please take me with you. Because I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like. I need, a, I need a hype girl in my yeah. life. <laughs> I'll just go up and start talking to dudes too. Like I have no problem. Like I love that. my guy friends. Like I try to wingman for them, but they won't close the deal. Like I'll yeah. meet some girl in the bathroom. She's like, "Oh, my friends go smoke, so they leave me alone at the table." And like I just would like somebody to talk to. And I'm like, I come back out of the bathroom. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Like watch, <laughs> watch that girl when her friends go to the bathroom. Like she wants somebody to talk to, and she's super cute. Like go talk to her. And then they're just like, no, maybe maybe later. No, I'm like, guys, fuck, go. go. I... I did the recon. I did the bat like ladies bathroom full on recon for you. Like you, you're not gonna get. That from a guy, truly no. Yeah, not gonna get that insight. I think we gotta. Yeah, we gotta. Let's ask around. 
Yeah. Find out who else is single and DTF. Yeah. And even guys. Like yeah. guy friends that we know in the scene. Yeah. We should like plan a night and, and just, we should all just try to get fucked. Yeah. And I we gotta do it like idea. it's dangerous now though with the students being back in town and being oh, thirty. God. Like it's I had to take <laughs> you know, we're thirty. Like I had to take my year birth my birth year off my Facebook because um not to like brag, but I do get clocked quite a bit younger than I am. Oh, I do too. Yeah. So yeah. like most people What put, do you get clocked for? Um usually like between twenty three and twenty five. Same around. So yeah. I'm like I don't like I'm looking for something young. Like I don't want anything. <laughs> I want some energy. Like I don't mind if he's not great at it. I would like the energy. I would totally how low would you go? Um, <laughs> it depends on if I know beforehand or after because like I usually know. I add them to Facebook after just so I'm like yeah well, know, when I stand I are you Facebook. on apps? no that's one thing I want okay. to like I'm like I really want a Tinder and I'm afraid of Tinder we'll have you back on sometime we'll yeah do we should I was over. thinking like I was gonna mention like we should like definitely like hook me back up on Tinder we could we could do something because I can't afford that. to keep getting drunk and just doing drunk hookups because it's expensive Um, but like if you were to put age preferences an age range what would you put i would probably say like i would like 11 years younger and then like probably the same like age isn't really like a thing for me it's it's more about like who you are and like where you're yeah. at in life and and that kind of thing or like yeah like i don't i don't care i don't much. think i'd go lower than 25 yeah i just kind of accidentally did because I, che- <laughs> I checked the facebook <laughs> of the sailor and i was like <gasps> damn but yay good for me but i was like I, now i do feel like a predator oh no <laughs> i'm just like i'm not a cougar yet but... i do tend to go for older though there's yeah. something about an older guy not not like crazy older yeah but like you know five years ish mm-hmm. older than me like i think my limit is f- oddly like 42 i don't yeah. know why i put 42 it's very specific yeah <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So, but Vicky, we're gonna wrap. All right, we're over two hours. Oh my goodness, really? Oof. Yeah, wow. this was two two hours and eight minutes. This is quite standard. That was we're so easy. Like we just. Yeah, awesome. that was so fun. Thank you so much for coming on. And thanks so much for coming on, like, kind of impromptuly, because I needed a guest this week, yeah. and you were, like, so awesome enough to come on. I appreciate yeah. it so much. Yeah. Can people find you? Like, can people follow you somewhere? Yeah, so um, um, I use kind of, like, I, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me, sort of. Um, so my Instagram <laughs> my Instagram is Vicky Grape Juice, um, per Welch. Um, it's Vicky, V-I-C-K-I, like the chips. Um, every time I say, when people try to spell my name, I'm like, it's Vicky like the chips, Welks like the grape juice, and Dave Sears told me if I keep saying that, he's going to punch me in the face. I love it! <laughs> um, but that's how people remember how to spell my stuff. So I'm on Instagram as Vicky Grape Juice, and Perfect. you can um, find me on Facebook, too. I think it's it's just it's Victoria Welch. I don't have okay. Vicky there, and Sweet. you can just find me. And I'm, I want to do, like, do I do one of those, like, professional pages or anything like that? Uh, but I just, I've been sticking with Instagram. Instagram's good, because then I feel like it's weird if, like, pe- random people were to add you as a friend on Facebook. Yeah. I, I, like, I just add people, and they go in, like, a separate list where they can only see, like, certain oh, nice. things. Oh, that like, works. It's, like, my family list. Like, my family can't see, <laughs> yeah. like... I have that my, too. My, because like I also accidentally posted, oh my God, I posted a picture, um, like a, someone tagged me in a picture and I was like, my tits look really good. So I posted the picture on Facebook and my mom's on my Facebook like yeah. crazy moms all over my face. She lives in Mexico, so like we don't see each other a lot, but, um, she like, kind of like posted like a can't unsee type post and I was like oh, uh, no. I deleted that comment right off there I'm like I'm sorry mom like you ruined my tit picture like I was I, they looked really good that day I was wearing Fuck like yeah. a little like tra- I bought I called it like my trampy summer too like I bought every tiny top I could get from work I was like give me all the tiny tops I have a bunch of sh- shirts that are just bras pretty much oh like, my god and so I was like wearing that and like, like it was it was an up like down so like they, they, they were looking Perfect. good they were looking really good so like I usually don't like re- reshare stuff that people like I'm not a big a social media 
media person. Yeah. So like you find my Instagram, I don't post a lot. Usually like I'm bored and waiting for the bus. I'm like, selfie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's pretty yeah. good what I do. And then like going forward, you could post like like if you're ever at, at any shows. But yeah. like that said, guys, like open mics around the city, you're on them yeah. quite a bit. I'm pretty so, much always at the Oasis. Always the Oasis. Yeah. Gases. Gases. Have you done um, Sunday Sillies yet? I haven't done Sunday. I keep meaning oh, to should. go. I did meet Ian um, on Monday, so at least I got to meet him because I oh, haven't had a chance yet. I keep meaning to go and like watch it introduce myself. It's so fun. Um, so I'm going to do that. And like I want to give a big shout out to to like Catherine Robertson because I met her I met her like a couple years ago and I really went before I was broken up. Like I like went I really want to do comedy. I went to watch a bunch of open mics and like I talked to her about it and added her to Facebook and like and then eventually I started doing it and she and um we did the ladies night and she actually like remembered talking to me. She remembered like she was waiting for me to like message her and she heard I was doing comedy she's waiting for you to message to do beerlies Aww. and like you message her and she just like she like takes you in like a comedy den mother she's, she's like a comedy mama yeah she just teaches it like here's who you need to contact for this who's for that if you need any like you want to talk about jokes like you are like Shh. Catherine is one of my favorite anchor of the scene like you are so amazing truly, and like truly. I love you like she's actually coming back on she did do an episode yeah but she's coming back on this Saturday oh, awesome um so Catherine Robinson yeah she's She's amazing. I love her. Yeah. And like she, she just made it made me feel like so included that somebody I talked to so long Aww. ago remembered. And even like um another like weird small time like small kind of story was like um Christian Finch, her oh, yeah. husband, actually saw me at Snigly Wiggly's like a couple months after I did my first couple sets and before I got back into it again. He's like, I remember you, like it was your Aww. first couple sets and you were funny. I was like, if somebody remembered me and thought I was funny in my first That's two sets, I was like, Well, that was motivating. So like thanks to you as well. And like I think if you ever see a comic do well, always go up to them and say like, you did well. I, yeah. I, you know, I want to like, know that you enjoyed it. And like, I do the same thing with like karaoke. If you rock a karaoke song, I'm going to tell you that you're awesome. Yeah. And like that kind of, like, give, give every, like people want to know that they feel good. Even like when people rock a good outfit, I want to tell them like they look yes. cute or like make people feel good. It's so important. Pride. I've never felt hotter in my life than this past Pride because like I was just like I was just dressing up and everyone was just like you look so fucking like strangers were just stopping me yeah. going you look so good girl yeah. it was just like such a positive oh, like so positive environment I was just like why can't every day be Pride I yeah. love this I try and treat it like a pay it forward too because like I do like I dress a little weird and I get yeah. compliments and I'm like if somebody compliments me I want to compliment like 10 people that day exactly because it's right? just like it makes you it makes your day when someone's just like I like your hair or your necklace yeah. is cute or like, I like your when you pull out your wallet at the cat and they're like oh, you've got a fun wallet like a batman wallet and then just like exactly like, it's so easy to go negative and it's so like when yeah. you're going through like life is like shitty and you hear that little positive comment you know how much it picks you up like everyone's going through shit so everyone's like everyone's going through just shit. pass along anything you can do to make somebody feel good like if someone's wearing a shirt from a show you like or a band i'm like i love that band like and you know that made that guy's day like absolutely like, I, i'm all about that so i feel like that positivity is like kind of like seep into like my general like like bootstrapping and like my comedy too I'm like I just want to be there for people like you're very a very positive energy I want to just like take everybody into hugs like I guess I just want to like be there like if you need like anybody needs anything or like group hugs after shows should be a must yeah (laughs) I think that that's that'd be adorable I want to be there when you try oh all the guys just be like what oh no I love it I I I do enjoy you quite a bit we're gonna be good friends I yeah we're just we're soul neighbors we're just like so Soul sisters in crime. Uh, yeah. Just ready to ready to hit the town and cause some trouble. Ready to hit those days. Yeah, you, you said you're unemployed. It's like, let's find some cheap booze and regrettable yeah. men. I Yeah. No, it's perfect. It's yeah. perfect timing I'm for I'm all about friendship. making like, uh, let's make some regrets. I would like to. Yeah. I would like to. I, I would to. like to regret something. 
Absolutely. I've been too, like, yeah, vanilla. I'm like, I, let's do something that, like, I can also use in comedy, too. Yes! I'm like, if I do something shitty or something terrible, like, something awful happens, because right, right in my set. I love this. It's been so long since I've had a night out. That was like a memorable night out. Mm-hmm. And I think we got to make it happen. Absolutely. Oh, man. Vicky, thanks so much. <laughs> You're the best. Ah, you too. Thanks so I much for you. coming on. You get to end the episode with a bell. Oh! Ring. Can I, can I like... You can do whatever you want. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh, thanks for watching, everybody. Yeah, that was great. That was so much fun.